to Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode 130, season 5, A New Beginning. Oof. See? <laughs> I got my shirt. Got my shirt for the occasion, you know? This is season 5? Yeah. Isn't technically season 6? <laughs> no, it's technically season 5, actually, because... Season zero would be because we start our first show <laughs> was zero? at the end of. Well, yeah, because look at. <laughs> well, look at it this way, we, our first show was in 2015, okay, but that was only for like what three weeks or something. Yeah, it was a yeah. three episode season. <laughs> so that means 16, 17, 18, 19. Pilot. Oh, maybe. Is it technically season six? Am I wrong? Or is it technically season seven? <laughs> Seven. God, what are you? What are you doing? Putting us in the grave? Holy God. I don't know, seven. Einstein. You tell me. Look at that fucking mop. <laughs> he looks like a bad scientist again. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, I would do got, it too. I haven't got a haircut in probably. I don't know. Six months. And that's why you're COVID free. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Look at me. I haven't got a haircut in I don't know how long. Probably longer than six months. Definitely longer than six months. That's how this whole thing started. By the way, the hair started growing. Couldn't get, couldn't go to the, you know, get my hair cut anywhere. And I was like, well, it started coming in. It was getting a little longer. And that's when I proposed my idea to the wrench, who wrenched me, by the way, this morning. That's why I just said that. Um, I proposed the idea. I said, well, I've gone all this time. I go, I might give it a go. I might give it a go. Are you cool with me just letting the hair go now? You know, because she's always said you can have the hair or you can have the beard. You can't have both. And I've done the beard a couple times. I haven't done the hair. You know, because she doesn't want to be married to Jerry Garcia. That's okay. Do you remember 20 years ago when you didn't have those fucking decisions to make? Hey, I'm going to have the hair and I'm going to have the beard. <laughs> Andy, did, Gar- you. Andy Garcia's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here I got the hair and she says, go on, rock on. You know, when I get to be Can't an old man, though, I'm going to have the beard. I don't give a shit. I'll tell you right now, it's gonna. I, I will be Jerry Garcia if I hit the age of, you know, 70 plus and I can retire. Heaven forbid. <laughs> But but I did get wrenched this morning. I'm not showered. You believe this shit? The alarm goes off. It's freaking uh, 8.55. Pardon me. 7.55. The alarm goes off. I hit the button. She rolls over. She says something. Of course, I, I can't hear it because I have earplugs in my ears. She always does that. Then I pull the earplugs out. I go, what, honey? She goes, and, I, and the dreaded question, what time are you taking a shower? Right away, I just relinquished. I said, I said, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to shower. I said, don't worry, but if you have something to do, go ahead. I'll shower when we finish the show. It's okay. So You started that conversation wrong from the get-go. You if you had those earplugs right in your... You know, <laughs> true, I would have just said, you pull those out, you go, sure, I'll take a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, then I could have had a blowjob, still not had a shower, but at least... At least the lower half is washed. <laughs> This is true. Oh, man. Um, You know what? I don't want to get on this for long because we're all in good moods, but I just, just recently what's been going on with like just everything that we've been seeing about like that guy we all have to deal with that, that guy we all have to deal with all the crazy things he's doing, all the crazy things he's spewing. I just have one thing to say and then we can move on. Fuck that finish. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> brilliant oh wow that was great scene. i'm sorry i had that planned <laughs> i had to do oh, it <laughs> you just brought me up 
you brought me up because I, I, I was hoping not to acknowledge anything. <laughs> and then you went that direction. I was like, yeah. Indeed. I thought you were you might be fucking... Jason Smith. <laughs> well, what's Jason Smith doing? He's not doing anything. I just thought you were going to fu- say fuck him. <laughs> no, I like Jason, man. He's treated me all right. Did my camera just go off? You see me? And we and we thank you for it. <laughs> you see, I see me? You. You're fine. Well, what, what happened? I don't know. What happened? I don't get it. Well, Why did you yeah, ask well, if, if we could see you? Because my camera went off for a sec. Do you weird. see me, Christian? I cannot see you. But I put something on there. Sorry. There's a reason. I think I ice screwed myself. Yeah, that's you can't really see that. But that's Finland with a big dick. Ah! <laughs> no, I see two big dicks on the screen. Oh! <laughs> and there they are, before and after. I don't know if the if, if, if the people that are watching can see it the way I see it. But for, from uh, oh, they don't they see don't they see it from my feet? I'm, I'm the little guy in the corner, and you guys are in the middle. Is it because I'm recording this? You know what I'm saying? When the patrons watch the movie, the movie, when the when when the viewers watch this, they see it from my end. They see the recording. They see my recording as Yeah, they see it, yeah, they see your stuff. So I have no clue how this looks or whatever. Oh Buffalo Bill, what's with the fucking skin suit mannequin behind you? <laughs> look at this. You should see Christian, the package on this. Christian, thing. look at this. Oh, they're talking about me because of the Oh, yeah, look at look Bill. Oh, <laughs> it's pin. <laughs> wow! What the fuck Ooh. is that? Wow! I said <laughs> we go in. This is before Christmas. Oh, I my now I'm off the radar here with these. I must have done something. Yeah, you're fucking before, covered in hot as fuck. All show already? No, just right. Now. Okay, just now. Oh, Sorry, because I must have done something. This guy with his mic. What's next? Hey, this guy over here. They, we go in it. to a clothing store to buy something for my father-in-law. They have two fucking mannequins for sale. Wow. 20 bucks. 20 bucks each. And oh. here's like, you should get one for your, like, because she knows, like, I want it, like, whatever for the movie. I'm like, and I never, I'm like, nah, nah. And we go, we get back to the car. I'm like, I really should go grab that mannequin. And then I go back mannequin and, and they're like, oh, do you need anything else, sir? And I'm like, yeah, can I take that creepy mannequin over there? And they're looking at me like, yeah, uh, you want both of them? I'm like, well, no, but I should have taken both. There's well, like a female and a male. I don't know. Fucking I got this. Guy. I my my thought process was not just to have it all creepy looking there, but if we ever end up doing something movie wise other than this, I imagine this was just the movie. Here's the movie, everybody. Just the show. This could, be, <laughs> this could be this could be your stunt double since I see its crotch is uh is exactly your size. <laughs> this is actually bigger. This is actually bigger. This is like the scale. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you guys didn't anyway, watch the video. He's creepy. He's creepy, and I'm shifting him back. Get back there, Bruce. <laughs> he's 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 there though all the time, freaking uh, you know, uh, lurching over you. It's yeah, crazy. <laughs> My son comes down here to pull in the base. He's like, Dad, can, why do you have that creepy mannequin here? <laughs> well, why is he here? <laughs> why? Hey, we got to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. We have you in the house. I go. This eats before you eat, son. <laughs> <laughs> it might pay. It might put food in your mouth. As a matter of fact, maybe that's going to be in the movie. You know what I mean? That's you it. suffer for your art. That, that's what it comes down to. It, it's true. That's the way it is. And yeah, before I, and after they are. See? <laughs> I have a good... There is something so... like I am really dim sometimes. Sometimes. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for a joke or or anything else here. But 
So on our page, there was a post. I think it was from Mitchell, but don't quote me. It might have been Lucas. So I, I can't remember. I should have been more prepared, but I'm going by memory now. Just to fuck the finish fucking bread up. So I post something about uh, Marco and whatever. And <laughs> they post FTFF. And I'm like, FTFF? What that means? FTFF? <laughs> what the hell does this mean? And I had, I went, I asked my, my daughters, I go ask my daughters, I'm like, I'm not up to this, like, the short form lingo anymore. Like, I, LOL, got it. You know, by the way, got it. All the, What's all the FTF? kids are doing, using FTFF in school these days. <laughs> what the hell? It's FTFF. My daughter's like, I don't know, Dad. I, I have never heard of it before. And I'm like, I go back to the message, I read it, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I am a fucking idiot. It's fuck that finish fuck. <laughs> How did I not know this? <laughs> as soon as you said it, I knew where it was going. Yeah. I knew instantly too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's it. just the way my mind works sometimes. I'm like, I, I got to decipher this. I was going in there like it was the Vinci code. Like... What Did, you Google it? Did you Google it? I bet I you, you Google it. Oh, honesty, I Googled it. Of course F- you Googled it. What does FTFF stand for? I bet you it said fuck that finish fuck on Google. <laughs> Did anything come up? That's my question. Did you see any other FTFFs? Did you find There was something, but it wasn't it, it didn't even make any sense. I'm like, well, this Nothing can't, funny this, or sexual. Yeah, no, not that about, not that I could remember. Oh. I would have brought that up too. Anyway, that that's I have to share because sometimes you just like it's just one of those dumb moments where I'm like, holy shit, what's wrong with me? I blame <laughs> vacation brain, Christmas brain. <laughs> vacation, yeah, I was on it too. Well, when you said your thing, it reminded me of something that happened to me the other day. It's a, it's a similar type thing, except I was I was embarrassed because what happened was I put up a picture of me. That I took over vacation, you know, a, a profile pic, and, and and I put the Buffalo Bills thing on it because, hey, we won our first playoff game in 25 years. Yippee. Uh, awesome. So, but anyway, I put up this thing. You know, they got those frames. So I put up a thing, and it said something, whatever, Buffalo Bills playoffs, whatever the heck, whatever it was. So now I put it up there. And it's my picture in a Buffalo Bills helmet and something else. So be it. So now one of the first people that comment says, goodbye, horses. Now, <laughs> my dumbass... <laughs> didn't I know what goodbye horses is and what it means in the reference but I thought they were te- when they said it I thought th- what, what they were implying was that I looked like the guy in the movie that I looked like Buffalo it completely went over my head now I'm self-conscious and I'm looking and I'm looking at well I got long hair now I go do I really look like Buffalo Bill I not even thinking that I just put up Buffalo Bills on my... Th- I didn't even make that damn connection. How stupid uh, am I? I'm bugging. Well, and a few things later, Alex Harrell puts up a picture of Buffalo Bill yelling about, you know, put the lotion in the bucket basket, you know, something. <laughs> yeah. Or a, a gift. So now I see this, I'm like, holy shit, do I look like fucking Buffalo Bill now? What is-? And it took me till last night to realize... Duh, it's fucking Buffalo Bills. What's the matter with you? But I was bugging for like, I almost took the picture down. I felt like, holy fuck, do I really look this bad? Guys, when I say I realized what it was, I was in the shower thinking about it like the next day. And I'm FTFF, it's like that realization is I'm like, like getting zestfully clean. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) it just came to him. Boom. Send Dave your mannequin so he could Buffalo Bill it. <laughs> Standing in the shower anyway. thinking. 
<laughs> you know that song? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jane's uh, Addiction. Jane's Addiction, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you said it. You said standing in the shower thinking. I was like, yeah, look at this guy. Um, yeah, the mannequin Reno. Fucking, I love that shit. Wow. <laughs> That's it. One way or the other, he's in. <laughs> yeah, he's in all right. Uh, what about you, B? Were you on? Oh, yeah, you, wait, you've been on vacation. That's true. Only for a year. <laughs> yeah, you, you've been enjoying the, the fruits of non-labor for a long time. Lucky oh, you, it's folks. wonderful. Mr. Aerosmith over wonderful. here. I'm look depressed. How look how good it's been for my mental health. I feel wonderful. I don't feel like hurting anyone. <laughs> Can you just bring your dad in just for our sake, just so we know he's okay? He might he might you, be naked right now. I don't know where he is. The room. Yeah. Well, alone. there's we've a movie the right there, right? The year. We've been we've been getting very weird. Dad <laughs> is running on those naked. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's in podcasting in a room by himself. <laughs> to yeah, nobody sees here. <laughs> The computer's not even on. <laughs> I love it. I love all these memes. I love all the memes that saw. Say goodbye to 2020. 2021, here we come. Just like as if it was going to be Cinderella yeah. at the stroke of midnight, that everything was going to change. Like I said this already. I'm like, this is just 2020 part two. <laughs> on the move. Yeah. <laughs> on the move. On the rocks. COVID 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the thing is at least people you know it's a positive thing they will you know new year's eve this and that let's be excited yada yada it, new year's eve it was a rough year so it's positive thinking so you can't blame them for that positive thinking Absolute, is always I'm good being a jerk i mean hey there are people no. that have their double vaccine doses there we're off to a slow start in ontario i mean the long-term uh long-term uh, care facilities are getting them but uh we're behind a bit behind the eight ball we thought we'd be like a little further ahead oh, by now. We're behind too. Very yeah, we far behind. Jeez, we can't get a damn thing. You know what I mean? The new, and I'm the, out there. The, 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 oh. the FDNY couldn't even get their shots. They have to wait. They had to wait. Really? Yeah. Well, no, although I mean, as are we. Like it, we're not. Like we're not in line. Like I'd say, probably the three of us wouldn't be till the summer. At least not. Like I'm looking. We're probably looking at like July. I think my mom said that she's and she's 76 she said she's probably march after march probably april when she's second phase or whatever somebody just fall so, down the stairs you know someone's doing something in the basement oh, okay <laughs> it's something i don't know between your father doing his thing and someone here doing something i don't know banging his dick against your door right now. <laughs> 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 i want to talk to the boys <laughs> positive thinking is great but the thing with me is i i'm weird because when all this stuff first went down i remember exactly where i was because i was talking about it on uh, christmas eve when i had my family over because and i was telling them we were just talking about this i said i remember sitting right there at point in my living room on my birthday which is august 2nd and i remember sitting there no no it wasn't my birthday it was it was june father's day i had had, excuse me i have friends my, my family for father's day so now I remember sitting right there at that table and having a discussion and me telling them, how come everybody is so quick to think that this is going to be over so quick? What's to say that it doesn't come back stronger in a year and wipe out existence? We don't know. This is a brand new thing. What's to say 
they, they shut it down. <laughs> Happy Father's then, Day. Happy it goes Father's away. Day. Wipe it out of existence. I'm just saying. I mean, yes, that's the worst case scenario. But I, at the time, I was saying, how come everybody's so quick to think, number one, that there's going to be a vaccine? Because this was early. This is June, you know, that it, that it's yeah. going to be that easy. And number two, that it's not it's not going to go away and come back in a year or two years. And I don't know why everybody was thinking. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to people talk saying, oh, we never thought it was going to last this long. And I'm sitting over here saying, what led you to believe that you would think, are we that spoiled as a society that we think every sickness that happens, there's going to be an automatic vaccine and we're automatically going to be better? I mean, yes, I understand that we're technolo- technologically advanced, but this is a new thing. It's a, COVID is a new strain, if you will, and there, there is already another strain. None of this surprises me at all. So if anyone says I've been sitting home for a year now, I'm surprised it's lasted this long. I, I'd be like, I'm not saying... I don't know. It just to me, I never had any like preconceived notions. I was like, well, it could end in two months, or this could go on till the end of time. Whatever it is, we're going to deal with it. <laughs> the end well, of- seriously, <laughs> we don't know. No, I, I, it's just the way you said it. <laughs> you guys said it could go on for a long time, and you to the end of time. It was the worded. <laughs> the end oh. of time. <laughs> Well, I mean, till, as long as we're existing on this planet, it might always be a serious threat. It we might take out the next group of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. We're going to be the next group. We're the dinosaurs. <laughs> you know? Either way, I'm just, I had vacation time. C had vacation time. It was great. I freaking sat around for a couple weeks and yeah, had I'm to go back. I'm not going to have to come in till the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you what, I watched the game yesterday. The Bills game came on at 1, and then at 4 o'clock I'm watching the, the NFC game. And here's the thing. My brother and I are having this conversation about how right now we feel like shit because we were so happy the Bills won, and it was an exhausting fourth quarter and game and everything. So we were kind of mentally drained from that. But even though it was Saturday, as we're watching this 4 o'clock football game, it felt like a Sunday. And then we got into the conversation about how we always feel like shit during something about watching the NFC games for us that we always have like a depressed feeling when the four o'clock games roll around because we know that the next day is Monday. And it's the same feeling I've had since I was a child, that depressive fucking, a little bit of a sick to my stomach feeling that, that I have to go back to work. The next day. <laughs> I know it's true. I was a baby. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Monday was the first day back to school. I remember that depressed feeling I'd get Sunday nights. I hate it. And I'm still the same way now. So now I'm back to work a week, and now it's extra depression kind of because I'm like, oh, man, I'm just getting back to work, even though I had that vacation time. So getting back to what, what B said, I really don't want to leave my house. I really, I think people that are sitting at home, I would rather do anything in the world outside of being hurt or something but or sick than work. Work is the last thing I want to do with, with my life, and I'm sorry, but it's true. I have no desire to go to work. I had no desire to go to school when I went. It's just – Lucky wants to take him home. <laughs> Please get me out of here before the end of times. <laughs> I, I miss my family. <laughs> They're not lucky paying the can't... ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Is that lucky? Uh, yeah, it is lucky. Yep. Uh, it is. In here, I, I can't really snap. You know? And we heard him meowing, and then he just sort of made himself comfortable there. Yeah, now he's, come here. Come on, buddy. You want to hang? He's like, it's he's been, uh, I, I made a vow. I said this year, I watched so many movies last year that I said this year I'm going to uh, catch up on video games and get back to video gaming. 
and I'm already off to a, a decent start, so I'm I'm happy about that. I'm not saying I'm not watching movies, but I'm just going back and because I just like you know how people buy movies and like oh they're still in the wrapper I haven't even watched them yet. There are video games that I haven't even played that I, I got or bought or was gifted. You didn't even watch the movies for this show. Yeah, fuck it, video games. <laughs> so what are they? PS4, five, Xbox? What are they? What do you PS1. say? PS5. PS1. Yeah, PS1. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dig Dug. I'm playing. <laughs> All kidding aside, that's what I've been doing. I've been playing my Atari, my emulator, and my Nintendo. That's the only games I have interest in. Honestly, I would love Nintendo. This is and actually a combo <laughs> of Xbox One and PS3 because I had a couple of Call of Duty games that I had never finished. And uh, I had a blast with them. I finished one last night. And, like, I like the campaigns of Call of Duty. That's why I've got one of them. And I'm like, why is, is there no campaign on this? I found PS3. Out, Do you play with got... your other caveman friends? Yeah, you're talking <laughs> Nintendo over here. You hey, it's got a 1.5 speed on, on DVDs it's and It's downstairs. <laughs> it's got my 3D player. That's what I watched Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D with. I'm you know, a not, 3D. PS3 doesn't mean you have to watch Friday 3 on it. Yeah, that's you watch, truly what you I watch. Only watch yeah, if you get a PS4, you can only watch Friday 4 on that one. Exactly. That's why I keep it. <laughs> I love PS3. Yeah. It's great. I never had... I only had PlayStation 1 after that. That's when I stopped playing video games. I don't play unless they're old. Like I said, like I, 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 my daughter and I were playing freaking Mario 3, having a blast last week. Just the two of us going back and forth and for, yeah. for the Nintendo. Oh, it's great. I... I really don't have any desire for modern modern video games. They just don't do anything for me. They're they're all oh, they look good, great. but yeah. the gameplay just is not as fun, and they're not as challenging. It's like a different. I don't know. It's we don't want to get into a whole video game thing, but I mean, I just I'm about the old school. I can't help it. It's, it's it is what it is. <laughs> we, we should do a segment of horror games, and I I went no. back to to play Resident Evil four, seven. Uh, because that's another one. I love the Resident Evil games, but when I bought that, I played the first level and then or first section, and then never continued it. So I went back to that. Those are still terrifying. That one's terrifying because it brought it back to like the horror realm again, more so than the action-oriented ones of of f- four and five. I have an idea. So. See, this is what we should do. Starting now that it's season whatever, season six, the new beginning. <laughs> Five point. Now that it's that we're doing things a different way, have a little more free time. Maybe we should go into segments. Maybe now you can have um season section. Season video game of the week, horror video game C section comes back and you can talk about video games for a few minutes, horror games, and then check it out. Because of some of the things I've been doing on eBay, which we'll probably get to that uh, in a minute. No C is a lot to, to to discuss there. I uh, I have also just purchased one just kind of happy it was a happy accident because i was i'm in this vhs group and and on um what do you call it Uh, on facebook and one guy was selling it's funny he had a vhs sale i i i end up he sold like 100 vhs's and the only thing i got from him was a vhs rewinder and a copy of a fangoria magazine uh but an old one with with halloween 2 on the cover and it was like five or six bucks i go well that's what i would have paid back then i said "I'll, i'll buy that now you know so i bought a fangoria and then I said, you know what? If I'm going to have one more Fangoria, because sad story, I had everything from the first episode I bought, episode, from the first issue I bought, I had maybe three and a half, four years worth of them. And I yeah. lugged them around from place to place for years. Sick. Finally, I one day it. I said, enough is enough, and I tossed them. Now I wish I didn't. So I went back and I bought the very, I rebought the very first issue that I ever, just for nostalgia, it was the one with bad dreams on the cover. Uh, I think it's 1988. 
And so I bought that one on eBay, and that's also going to rise. So I'm going to have two Fangorias in my house. So I'm thinking, you can have your C-section. I am going to start a brand new segment on the show of my own, and it's going to be called Living Dead Male. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. It is totally unique. How about, yeah. a section, how about a section called The Wrench, where you talk about <laughs> that day's activity that your wife ruined for you? Yeah. Whether it be a shower or breakfast. A shit without <laughs> interruption. <laughs> Good luck on that. No one can be in the house. I can't shit with anyone in the house. You get in between animals and these two girls? No. no. Between the everything animals. my father, everything I did... As a kid that my father really got mad at me for and harped on me for and scolded me and everything everything that happened, I got back tenfold with my daughter and my wife. They do everything that I used to do that they used to piss them off. It's all coming back. Waiting till the last minute to do things. Every friggin' thing that luckily I outgrew. But apparently, you know, I have two teenage daughters. What can I tell you? you know? <laughs> the old wrench. How easy would it have been to go to bed last night and say, hey... She even asked me, are you recording in the morning? Yes. Wouldn't that have been an appropriate time as you're getting ready to fall asleep? <laughs> oh, listen, uh, I'm, i got to take a shower because this is going on in there. Um, okay, well, maybe I'll wake up 20 minutes earlier. That's what I would have done. But, well, know, how I long are the, the showers? <laughs> well, the thing is this. I don't know. How long are the showers? What am I, time people? I don't know. Too long. That's all, how long they are. <laughs> what, what am I, time people? Well, you know how it is with a woman. She gets out of the shower, and then there's bullshit going on, and then she's in the bathroom, and there's this, and the hair, and the makeup, and who the fuck knows what else? You know what I mean? There's no peace for me to go in after she's showered. Are you kidding me? The fucking thing's a disaster. She's got stuff on the counter, uh, on the sink. No, I can't do it. If she, I have to shower and get out of the way for an hour or, or whatever for the day. That's fine. But for her to take a shower, I'm not going in after her. I'm just not going to. You know, it's just, you know, don't you face this too sometimes or no? Is your woman uh, oh, yeah. in and out of the fucking shower and out of the bathroom? No, but we, our timings are a bit better, especially since I've been working from home for a long time too. I just, I just don't worry about it until she's, if she, if she's going to work, then yeah, she's in first and whatever. This morning it was perfect because they were watching some uh, really crappy movie. Everybody was up this morning. I made a joke about it. Like They're like, well, we have a right to be up. I'm like, I'm not saying you can't be up. It's just it's Sunday morning. Every time I've recorded at 9 o'clock, there's never been anybody else up for the last like right. three weeks, like, you know, three, four recordings at, at least. And everybody's up watching a movie today before <laughs> 9. I, I make wow. a little comment about it, and it made it sound like, well, that, that I didn't want anybody up or around the, in the house. I'm like, I'm not saying that. You, you can't say that. Send everyone back to bed. <laughs> One more hour of sleep for all of you. <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, we run into those problems, but usually I, I the shower problem fact is I've got three I've got a wife and two daughters that uh and one daughter likes to take really long showers. So you're lucky if you oh, get any hot water at all. And that's just another thing, the hot water. I got it and now during the week, now that my daughter's in a remote school. She gets up at the same time I do, three days a week, and there she is. She goes in the shower right away. Then she gets out, and there's me, and I have a shower that's it's fine, but it's not, I like a hot shower. It's just the way it is. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing my father used to say to me when I was a kid. What could he possibly be washing? You know, I guess seven inches is so long. Seven inches of pure pleasure, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what 
are you washing? You're freaking four feet high. How long are you going to be in the shower? It's like, I always remember Dirty by the Dozen where he's like, you should be able to take a bath uh, while on one side of a record plays or something like that. And and I always thought, I thought that was a record though. I guess back in the day, the records were smaller or something shorter. Because I'm like, a record's a long time. That's a long bath. A nice relaxing record? bath. What do you mean? Like I don't know. It was just an LP, I guess. I just remember it from Dirty by the Dozen. Dirt, uh, Dirty by the Dozen? Cheaper, cheaper, <laughs> cheaper by the Dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Ask your buddy Dirty Dozen. Ask your buddy the One guy and, and 12 girls, and it's all anal. Dirty by the dozen. <laughs> dozen. A little for you, a little for you. Oh, it's a baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> dirty by the dozen. I know what you did there. You combined the dirty dozen yeah, with I know. By... That's crazy. <laughs> I might have to watch one of those because it's January. It's my non-horror month, so check. Well, those this are is old what I watched. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do a video at the end of the month for for here because Abraham Ram, the Ram Man, had the idea. He goes, Why don't you just discuss what you've watched at the end of the? So I've been writing things down and rating them. But this is what I watched January. Wow, check it. Soul. You ever see that new movie yeah. Soul? Okay, these are I all really first-time like- watches. First time. Soul. Uncle Buck. Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Searching, Shadow in the Cloud, of course, for today, and Bad Boys I watched last night. This is Bad Boys, but the I gotta, first one? The first one. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I have never seen any of them. I'm not going to watch part three first, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I don't know what's going on. Watch part two. You know what I mean? Sorry. That's how it is. Like, I watched John Wick one last year. Haven't watched the other two, even though I own them. I mean, I'll get there, but it's just like, but I have a real complaint, and I'm this. Every movie, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but I found this out, you know, just recently. Every, like, movie that isn't a horror movie that comes highly recommended, not every, of course I'm exaggerating, but so many of these movies that I've never seen that I want to, that are, like, highly regarded, that are not horror movies, are fucking two and a half hours yep. long, or longer. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say so anytime, you know what, I'm, I'm so angry about, from now on, anytime somebody so says big. to me, how come all you watch is horror? I'll tell you why. Because they're fucking mostly 90 minutes in and out. I don't want to commit a fucking entire evening to the to this thing. Because, like, I come home from work, you know, there's not enough time for me all the time to watch a two and a half fucking hour movie or, or, or longer. I cannot believe that you name a popular movie that's non-horror and I, I and I'll look it up. And I, the the running time in like ninety percent of the cases, it's 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 ridiculous. It's at least two hours. And I'm I'm looking at thinking, okay, I was gonna watch Die Hard two hours. I was gonna watch fucking, I don't know, uh, The Sting or something. Oh, these these are movies that are oh, two and a half hours. What the? F- I had no idea. I figured they're gonna be like an hour and forty minutes. They used to be like a lot of movies mm-hmm. in the '80s and '90s, like regular movies that you watch, like an action flick or this or that, you know. But no, fucking two hours plus. So. I don't know. I don't get it. And a lot of times, I think you could trim the fat. But I don't you're know. watching like high end. I, I was like looking for like I I put on your the hunter from the future last night. I never heard of it. <laughs> what the hell is it's that? Like a, a 1983 movie that came out. It's so bad. It, it, you gotta see it. Huh. You you'll recognize it. It was like one of those ones that you saw at the video store back in the day. I don't know what what this this is the box. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on those things, buddy. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> And then, because I couldn't get the party animal, which is the other one I wanted to watch. So I'm going back to like 80s movies that I possibly saw, but don't remember anything about, but have been on the sort of 
phantom wish list or, or rewatch list or just watch list. And I, so I ended up making 20 minutes into your before I'm like, I better call it a night. Cause I got to wake up for this recording. Better go to bed or else you're going to be tired. <laughs> your. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on an Italian horror kick. I've been watching really? a lot of Bava that I haven't seen before. Well, that's good. Yeah. I watched Blood and Black Lace last month for the first time ever. I watched it the other day for the first time. And I quite enjoyed it. But, however, once again, I've heard so many people say, I was expecting this to be another Suspiria. The way I've heard Moods particular talk about Argeno saying that Argeno gets all the props for doing all the lighting stuff, this and this and this, that where really Baba did it first. So I'm watching Blood and Black Lace, which is supposed to be his visual masterpiece, Yes, there are some cool scenes with the lighting. Yes, it is done, but it's nowhere near what the fuck our general yeah. was doing with Suspiria. So once again, I keep hearing these comparisons about you know something that's Suspiria related, and I go back on my. That's why Suspiria is so great because everything. Anytime someone compares, I watch it. I'm like, well, I could see what you're saying, but it's nowhere near that level. And anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off, B. I, you, you, Italian horror, Italian horror month, January for exploding. <laughs> It is for me. I've been going nuts with it. What else have you watched? Kill Baby Kill, uh, The Washing Machine. uh, What else have I been watching? Oh, uh, The Suspicious Death of a Minor. That was really good by uh, Sergio Martino. And I'm watching The Other Hell right now by Bruno Mattai, which is pretty bad. (laughs) I I don't think I'll ever watch a movie of his. I don't think I could. I just, you know what, I could be misinformed, but I just, you know, paper. killer, killer nuns and all that. I was like, oh, I'll check it out. Let's see. Killer nuns. <laughs> They're not actually. Well, yeah, maybe. Nunsploitation, man. Nunsploitation, yeah. You know, yeah. So are you getting, so you're watching all these Italian movies. Are you just like settling in that groove? Where you just—that's all you want to watch right now, because you're just in that, in that mode. With yeah, that- I'm in the, I'm in the '60s and '70s mode right now. Watching lots of low-budget 60s and 70s stuff. Nice. Feels good. I'm not ready to get crazy with 2021 yet. Nah, not till March. Not till March for me. Especially now with the show, we're going to be watching at least two a month. You know what I mean? So even if we didn't want to, we're we're still going to be on top of it more than in the past. Which I've already resigned to the fact that I know I'm going to have more shitbirds this year than last year. Because I'm going to be watching movies blind. You know, because we have no choice. Shitbirds. You know, like this movie that we did tonight. We, we well, had to cover it. The only one out is it yeah, a shit yeah. I'm not saying it is, but if it was, I, I it's, it's by no fault of my own. It was the only choice we had because I think, uh, yeah, I think on honestly, this would have been the only opportunity. I think honestly, after this, we'll have a better chance of picking films, obviously, that we want to see based on your. I mean, you guys looking go go by descriptions. I watch trailers, so I'll watch trailers for them. See that helps. If you watch a trailer, that's something you can you you can weigh in. Yeah. yeah. This looks like it might be. This looks like total trash, so we're not gonna watch this. You know, yeah, that's true. So it's gonna be some. So check it. I I got this yesterday. I want to show a picture of it. Look at this little. Uh, I have a box of VHS. Check this out. Can you see all those titles? Oh, the yeah. guys, Halloween. Okay, I got that shipped to me for a total of fourteen dollars and fifty cents. How about that? That's I know. amazing. Didn't, I'm so happy. You know why I got them so cheap? Because they have mold on them. But guess what? I don't give a fuck about the tapes. <laughs> I just want the boxes. So now I discovered this whole thing. There's this whole thing amongst these VHS collectors, this whole mold deal. If these movies are moldy, 
they're they're useless, but they can be repaired and it depends on the amount of mold and everything else. So they'll sell them real cheap. So now there's this whole thing going on. But I mean, I got these great freaking titles that normally these you're not going to find them less for like than less than ten dollars each. And <laughs> I got them all for. Fucking what if in this now? case the tapes are fine, but only the boxes have mold? <laughs> Moldy boxes. Yeah. It's growing right off of the front. The leather face's yeah. face is fucking mold. Like, mold. Do you have like, any uh, like pointers, Brandon, for him how to clean it? Like with your moldy nuts, I'm assuming that you could give him a couple of like pointers. Like take a toothbrush and just scrub deeply. Hey, I bathe still. <laughs> so you dip him in like tea. Like you're in. Like they, that's one thing about like I I took a bath for the first time in like five years over the holidays, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I I never take baths anymore. I decided to take a bath. Thirty years. It's really. Wow. It was actually kind of nice. No, it is. I, I, I hate to admit it. Oh, it's great. I, I didn't have the wine, but I, I I had the bath, and and it, it was kind of nice. I felt very clean. I felt no, deep dish no clean. No sign on the outside of the door. <laughs> no wrench. I want to get him a sign that says you know the thing just with a wrench in it. Just just only just only Dave knows what it is. He can hang it up anywhere he wants to be. Give a shirt. We should just make a shirt. Another exploded yeah. head shirt with no wrench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the no man's paper, married with children. Yeah. <laughs> no wrench. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, uh, well, what are we doing? Because I feel like we should jump into like one of these older ones, no? Yeah, we should get into something old and come back and BS some more. Yeah, because what we're doing is... What was his name in uh, Creepshow? Was it Jordy Verdell? Jordy Verrill. The lonesome... Verrill. 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 Why am I saying Verdell? Ver- G- Gordell. So yeah, because we picked our new movie, which yes, everyone knows we've gone back to our, our old format. Everything old is new again. Uh, 135 will be a big show and, you know, on the fives. So, but now we're doing the old and the new, but of course in typical EH fashion, it, it, it wasn't just as easy as doing two movies. It was fucking... We almost had the two movies, but then Jason Smith, I believe, had the bright idea to, uh, well, why don't you guys watch the uh, the, uh, the the other iterations of the same story or similar story, because the movie is called Shadow in the Cloud, and it was basically saying there's a gremlin in the sky, and they're on a plane. Okay, well, what does that remind us of? Twilight Zone. So then we come to find out, well, we already knew there was one and two. Then we find out that there was a third one on the Jordan Peele show, and JP and Jason Smith, the, the, the twins... You know, they both had something to say about that. <laughs> it's true, they are. They're, they really are twins. <laughs> they feel they have the same attitude about things. It's funny. Completists, you know. So they mentioned that one. So we get our hands on that one, and now and now we're going to do all four versions known to man of the one. Well, not all. I mean, they did it on The Simpsons, probably. No, also, yeah. Possibly my favorite with Bart on the bus. <laughs> or, yeah, right. <laughs> And, and Third Rock from the the Sun, they they had a little thing on there. Did you know that? Because uh, John Lithgow was the star, you know, of Third Rock from the Sun, and Shatner was uh, guest starring on it, and they were on a plane together or something. And someone said that's something. That's hilarious. Someone, said the same that's thing actually, happened to me. That's funny. That's actually yeah. funny, because uh, man, that Shatner one's dated. But I know, I know that I'm going to be in the minority here because I know you guys oh, love here. your Twilight Zone. Oh, I know here. you love your Twilight Zones, but holy shit, is that dated? Holy easily the best, shit! Easily the best one of the three. No, 
I, I was shocked at the one I liked the best. Oh my god, if you like Jordan Peele's the best, oh, no. you're ridiculous because that thing is fucking garbage. You're off the show. Yeah. You are off the show. Then I'm off the show. <laughs> you are off the show. I, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. I was Dude, shocked I at how much I enjoyed that until one. Until that ending, and then I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's the dumbest <laughs> ending I've ever seen, yeah. ever. Yeah. So not, anyway, yeah. not dumber. Not dumber than that fucking Moshi She fucking outfit in the in the William Dude, Shatner. You know one. who he looked like? You know who he looked like in the original? He looked like uh who do you look like, Dave? I'll tell you what he looked like. The, Go ahead, the tell bear, me. The bear, although I call but it's actually the dog, but everybody calls it the bear from the shining given the blowjob. Fucking, fucking Dave and I are lining up, exactly. I've always percent it's yep. the old Twilight Zone, so nothing can be... You can't touch it. It's, it's sacred. It's not one of my favorite it's episodes, but it's... Throw everything in a black and white, and it's my deal. favorite. <laughs> it's not even my favorite Twilight Zone episode with Shatner in it, and it's definitely not exactly. my favorite Twilight Zone Holy that God. Matheson wrote. So I still think it's a great episode, but we that's what we're doing. We Twilight just fucking Zone spoiled everything, all our feelings. Be, like, those are my all notes. All fucking see at the open his mouth and said he'd like the Jordan Peele one. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? All right, no, now, now it's okay. Now, now we'll find out why. Now we'll uh -huh. find out. Why. So it's a preamble. That's fine. All right, let's start with the uh, 1963's Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Uh, this was season five, episode three, directed by Richard Donner, uh, written by Richard Matheson. Excuse me. A man newly recovering from a nervous breakdown becomes convinced that a monster only sees he is damaging the plane he's flying in. <sighs> okay, I gotta say this. I probably enjoyed this more than I ever have before watching it for this show. Yeah. Uh, I've always been lukewarm on it because because the first time I ever saw it was the John Lithgow one and on the movie, which I'm a huge fan of Twilight Zone the movie. It's probably I know a lot it doesn't seem to get the recognition it deserves. I, probably because it's not all horror and it, it pretty much all is except good. for the one which isn't at all. You know, oh you don't like that Twilight Zone the movie? I'm not overall. I mean, there's Okay. The segment's not bad. Let's go. John Lithgow's great. Yeah. He's overacts, but it's good. I think that no one ever talks about it when they talk about great horror anthologies. And they talk about all these other ones. It never comes up. But for me, if I'm making a top ten, it's. It, I think we did. I'm not sure if we did. Either way, it, it is there for me. I've seen it so many times. Maybe because I'm a Twilight Zone you know, junkie. That's fine. But I think it's really well done. But here's the funny thing. That was actually... My least favorite one when I was a kid was the one on the plane. Everybody blew it. Everybody thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I was just like, well, I like it. But I was much, a much bigger fan of the um, the one with the little boy when I was a kid. Uh, now as an adult, my favorite one is the first one, as a matter of fact. I think it's, it's fantastic, you know, despite, you know, what went down. But it's really well done. But either way, uh, so I saw that one first. So now being a kid at, at that age... And seeing the Twilight Zone movie and watching it. And again, remember when I said I, I, I wasn't watching black and white when I was a kid. I wasn't watching the Twilight Zone show. But then I got a little older and I went back. And then I now seeing the movie so many times and appreciating it. And then going back and watching this one and the look of the gremlin, first and foremost, it, it was such. I understand what you're saying, see. I, oh, it is a little horrible. off putting in 2021 to see that. I get it. But this was again, 60 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> Put it in context, correct. It was 60 years ago. 
Yeah. Right. It was sixty years ago. I mean, so I gotta watch it with I wasn't born then, so how can I review it if I'm watching it with sixty year old eyes? Like you gotta look at it for what it is now. That's that's what it is. I, I again my big argument would be the husband and wife together team doesn't work. I think that one takes away from it based on the other ones without any significant other i like that better when it's just the one person uh, on the plane and not with a wife whatever i think he overacts uh, i'm not a big shatner fan one way or the other uh, so his acting again you could argue oh christian it's old school acting okay great i like old movies i love hitchcock films this movie this this just felt bad <laughs> I, bad thought, acting. I thought shatner carried this episode i thought he's the reason why i like the episode so much because of the fact that he had his nervous breakdown six months previous previous on an airplane and it really focuses more on is he crazy or is he not you beat me to it i was gonna wait till the end to say b don't even fucking go there because i have a feeling you're gonna go there I it is well, wait it well, wait didn't they did they answer it what it is these episodes were so ahead of its time because they stuck to a moral compass the twilight zone episodes every single one of them did well, wait and a this second. one wait. deals with his mental health don't they show the plane in wreck at the end, the last shot? Yes, and that's going to prove that he's not crazy. This one has a happy ending. It even references that it's about to have a happy ending for him because he's not crazy and he's about to be uh, reprieved from it. Yeah, after his so mental breakdown. <laughs> no, he didn't have a breakdown because he even says to his wife at the end, he's like, I know, honey, the only problem is no one else knows. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you've come around. I, I thought you were going to go that direction. I was not going to be thrilled. Oh, no, the creature's ah. real. The creature's Good. real. But the whole point okay. is it's I wish it was not. <laughs> mental illness. No, I love that it is. And, and, and B, I agree. That's what separates this. And I'm not saying it's better as a result, but I'm saying this is the only one of the, of the three of this particular story where he has somebody with him. He has his wife, and you learn that he had a breakdown before, and it was on a plane. You get some context. Where in the Lithgow one, all we see is this guy in the beginning in the bathroom bugging out and he doesn't like flying, I mean, which is fine. But I mean, it's done well, but I like having the backstory in the context of the character. So I'm with you. It's, that's what I like about it. Shatner, his performance, the, his, the way I he's written. The wi- I thought the wife was terrific in it. I thought it play- they played mm-hmm. well off of each other. I, I like the fact that he's trying to get home. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> There's nice. the gremlin. Yep. <laughs> slash bear slash bullshit dog. Gremlin line like <laughs> wires. I love when he just goes, Wee! And oh, and I love it so Dude, that's, that's funny. It's that's fucking funny. ridiculous. That's funny. Oh, it's so that's fun. Funny. The How do you scare know? at the window. The scare at the window is legitimately a fantastic scare. Yep. But in, in, in traditional, again, it, it dwells on it a lot longer in the original version. But that that's fine. Again, I. I I appreciate the, hey, the fact that Hey, your favorite version had a stuffed animal version of this fucker in it, so don't even, uh, <laughs> don't even go there. Oh, Fuck the two of yous. <laughs> Think oh, bastards. Boy. But the whole the thing about this, you get the full explanation of what's going on with the character, oh. where you don't get it in the other one, and you get Rod Serling in the beginning giving his preamble. You get a great setup. And then it starts, and this is where I'm going to differ with you, see? I love the one when he does that because it's like he's messing with his head. He's like, and he's not just walking away like in the other ones, or not walking. He's not just not there. He, he's teasing him. That's why he's doing the wee, and he's flying off. He's totally messing with him just to make it even worse. And yeah. I love that. I think I, those, those are my notes, how he pulls himself up 
Remember he pulls himself to the top of it when he's there, and then he yeah. gets blown away? I think that's – I love that stuff. The blown you know, away thing is silly, but it's so funny. Yeah, but it's, but it's funny, <laughs> and it worked well for the time. It's a good effect. Oh, I love it. I love it, too. And this isn't – look, there's 158 of these fuckers. <laughs> this isn't even in my top probably 50 episodes, but it's still <laughs> a great episode. What the hell that's is that? That's what he looks like. That's a moshi she. Yep. The fucking thing's a moshi she. That's what the gremlins. My brother hates yeah, my brother had him when we were kids. I know I'm familiar with that guy. What are they Manchichi, called? Manchichi, Manchichi, Manchichi. The C's are, are ch. What did you guys they're have? Not, French stuffed animals. The French pronunciation. You guys huh? had French stuffed animals when you were kids? No, he his was French. Mine was Manchichi. Manchichi. I'm gonna look it up on the Manchichi. Oh, those Manchichi, right? Yeah, you said shishi. Oh, maybe I said shishi. So Dave had a Japanese one. I did say shishi. French Canadian one and. Either way, it, it, it's the gremlin. <laughs> Hold on, here's the commercial. Manchichi, Manchichi. It's Manchichi, the old doll, boy doll. School time and football fan outfits are each sold separately. Manchichi, Manchichi, old hook up and cuddly. With a thumb in her mouth, she's really neat. Fun to wiggle this little feet. Yup, yup, yup. Yup, yup, yup. I love you, Manchichi. <laughs> Manchichi girl doll and boy doll are each sold separately from Mattel. Yep, good old Manchichi. Now, nowadays, it have the unisex doll <laughs> or the, the non-gender <laughs> specific doll. Non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sometimes you don't. That wasn't supposed to happen. I'm enjoying that nuts. Mounds don't. Did you just have these old commercials on loop on your phone? <laughs> Nostalgia. I wish that was my life. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look Please. at my, my basement. Please I didn't even get into it deep, but I, mean, I have three shelves filled now. 50 fucking VHSs. Munchichis. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Maybe later. Anyway, Munchichis. <laughs> that aside, uh, I, I still think it's a great episode. And like I said, I enjoyed it more than I have before. So it, it, it will be in my top 50 now. Where before, it may not have. So... I, I realize that Twilight Zone is the holy grail for a lot of people, and maybe even where they got their first exposure to the horror. So I, I can understand that, but I I, I only saw a handful. I, I saw more Doctor Who growing up than I saw Twilight Zone, the original series. And so just going back to this, I'd seen this before, obviously, but going back to it, I'm like, wow, this is dated. And, and again, of course, it's 60 years old. But I also didn't... like. The the effects were just it was just laughable to me. There's no such attention for me at all, Aww. other than the the window scare, which of course we knew because we've watched every version of this uh, story. To me, out. to me, this one that's where I feel like the movie version did it better, where they focus more on the creature. This one is more about the guy the character, yeah, more about the man. Yeah, and, it's and so it, well written. It's based on Matheson, who. Maybe my favorite storyteller, if you get right yeah. down to it. That guy's written so many yeah. amazing stories. Wow. And this is a great job of, of you know, the, just the reactions when he says, you know, there's a man on the plane. His wife's reaction when they start bringing the uh, the other crew members in and they're kind of patronizing him. And he's like, oh, I see what you're doing. Never mind. Yeah. I'll just sit here and say nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He says it to his wife and then he says it to them when they come. Yeah. I think it's great. And then he finally has enough and he goes... I won't say another word. I'll see us crash first, he said. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine saying that on a plane today? 
<laughs> That's how you know it's dated, not because of the furry bear suit, because he said, I'll see his crash first, and they don't fucking pull him off the plane and beat him to death. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like it's the opposite in the new one. The guy says something that's innocent, but it's you know what I mean. They make it a big deal about because it it's modern times. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's great. I I haven't enjoyed it as much as as I have this time. Just the whole because having his wife there and more of the backstory and the discussions and I was I don't know. I think it's it's groundbreaking for the time. It's a great it's, it's such a great story to write that this thing's out in the sky messing with planes. That's yeah. why freaking planes crash. It's a simple thing, but it's like wow. And there is a line that they use in uh, in the new one, and uh, we'll get to there. But which I liked about them being in the sky. But I mean, uh, I don't know. We weren't meant to be up this high. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That was that one is of a cool line from that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, human beings are, are, are up in up in this, this high up. You know. But no, well, I agree. It's, it's, it, it's so kind of heartbreaking. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say because it's kind of heartbreaking. You know, it's been six months. They they reference in the beginning that he has kids at home. The wife's taking him home. He's going to see his kids for the first time in six months. And, he's, you know, he's having this breakdown at this point because he, he doesn't believe what he's seeing is real. And he's like, if it's not real, I'll, I'll commit myself. I'll commit myself again. So he's prepared to, like, just be fully committed at this point. So it's just it's kind of heartbreaking. I like the idea of, of having a family involved in this. Me too. Yep. Given the type of show it was. Right. And it's weird for us because we saw the other ones afterwards. We saw, most of us, I'm saying, probably saw the movie in John Lithgow's before we saw this one. So yeah. seeing it that way and then going back, that's what it is. You're like, oh, okay, so this was meant to be more about a family man and he had previously had a breakdown and he's getting out of the hospital, wants to see his kids, wants to do right by, by, by his family. And, and now he's got the pressure of that. What's going to happen if, if I am flipping out here? I'm going to go back and now I'm not going to see my wife and kids again. I don't know. It's just there's like an added thing to it, which I enjoy. There's an added element. But Agreed. I don't know. What's that? Agreed. Agreed. And I, he was pretty smooth with the gun. How he did it, you know, the way way he obtained the <laughs> gun. Got sucked out of it. <laughs> 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 I'm the way sorry. I just I think I, I think I'm commenting more. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, this is very like, like this has inspired many. Many versions. We talked about the Simpsons even doing it, and you, the the joke of on uh, Third Rock, and all the versions we're going to be talking about tonight. So obviously it's influential. But it just the the datedness of this made me laugh a lot. It, it kind of took me out of it. Plus the creature, they should have shredded it in, in shadow more or something. Like I just I just thought it looked too laughable for me to 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 be invested. And that's just the reality of it. I think the creatures not looking the best is going to be a theme tonight, at least for me. Oh, wow. Well, but, I would, uh, actually, okay, I won't even get into it because, like, I, I was actually shocked if uh, the, the new movie being CG that how much I enjoyed the look of the creature because I'm usually the one that nitpicks. Oh, wow. And that that's, shit so much. And when we get there, that's the weakest part of the movie for me is the gremlin. <laughs> well, but, Are you talking yeah. about... I'm talking, about Shadow. I'm talking about Shadow oh, in the Shadow. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm shocked. I thought the creature looked great. I, that's not the problem with the movie. The problem with the movie is something totally different. It's a different. bat. It's a big bat. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a, a bat. It cares. It's a rat. Yeah. I like it. They should have made it scarier. Like but I, think they were like, called, I think they were called flying rats, and that's why when you see the gremlins in the movie gremlins, because of their ear shape, it, it, was, it was rodent-like ears, and I think that's why 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just going too Fucking boggles my mind. They should have made it scarier, yet Monchi Shi gets the highest praise known to man. Monchi Chi, sorry. I, I'm saying Because that. of the storytelling. Because of the storytelling. Uh, and I can't, I can't fault that. I, I get it. I get it. But I actually, I still I still prefer the ones with the the two episodes with the guy without a wife. But I get what you're saying. I can't deny what you're saying. I just pref- my preference Adam was Scott the had a wife. She just wasn't on the plane with them. That, well, that, that's what I meant. Not with them. <laughs> Presently with them. I just want to choke. Like he looks like the fucking Moshishi creature. This guy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Chichi. Your barber's in Chichi. the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> there they are, they are before and after. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess we can wrap it up then. Uh, What else can we say? Yeah, good good idea reviewing three of the same episodes. We're going to say the same thing the next one. It's like four minute review. It'll be quick. (laughs) It'll be quick. How do you you review? How do you get in depth on a 22 minute episode? Well, no, but that's it. All three of them end up being the the, the length of what we would talk about typically of a film. Yeah. Correct. Agreed. I love The Twilight Zone. It's not because other people love it. It's not because it's a holy grail of hearts. Because I grew up watching it. You can find it on TV anytime. First of all, I remember every New Year's. Every New Year's watching the countdown. Watching the, you know, the marathon. Not the countdown. The marathon. Because we'd, we'd be looking for certain episodes when I was younger. We'd be Fuck looking for yeah. all the uh, Burgess Meredith episodes. You know, Time yeah. Enough at Last or The Obsolete Man and... Willoughby. Be on there all the time. Yeah, so, so many great yeah. episodes. So, Masks I mean, at Midnight for New Year's Eve. Oh, man, fantastic. Yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I, I literally went I through this it. series, I think, two years ago. Went through the whole series from episode one all the way through to 158. And Did you really? I, yeah, and I don't, I don't think there's a bad episode in there. I really don't. Even the worst episode I still really enjoy. And I couldn't even tell you what the worst episode was. The Howling Man. The Howling Man. No. It's not so terrible, I guess. Either way, I mean, it's regardless. It's the it's regard the Warren when the guy the guy the Howling Man is the guy that's imprisoned, uh, in in the cave, and the guy goes to the city, and they're all aware of him. And I don't know, it, it's not quite as memorable. Huh. But the guy he's he go in the cell. The guy's locked up in the cell. Either way, you know which one I didn't like all that much was the one where at the end I forget it. That's, I, I'll say it. Say it. <laughs> I gotta know. It's the one where at the end, um, it goes exactly where where you know it's gonna go. And, and even for the time, it wasn't. Oh boy, fucking that, lord! That, his that, wife, that, his that, wife that, becomes that. a published author, and he's exploring all these weird sexual <laughs> fantasies ever since. His wife is a published author. No, no, she's not self. She's self-published. Why are we getting into this now? We'll talk well, about because all time. of a sudden, ever since then, he's got a Buffalo Bill mannequin. He's got fucking heads giving him head. <laughs> this was a how to style your hair for dance, and and it's the creepiest fucking thing known to man. It's awesome. Now, now on the forehead, get get a black sharpie and write "Help me" backwards. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. And then you shake it like this, and you go head, 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 head. It was. Okay. It, and then talk to it on the show. You know? Oh, what, oh, what, 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 the fuck this is was a rest, This was a wrestling angle in the late 90s. It was great. It was oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, see, there's some stuff in wrestling that you would appreciate. I, got sca- I stopped in the mid-90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. What was I going to It probably was the mid-90s. You were talking about the episode. I don't, at the end, the person just makes the decision 
that you know that they were going to make the whole time. And um, I think it's number 15 looks just like you. And again, it just might have been oh. the last time I watched it. Oh, man, I love that episode. That's such a tragic See, episode. I just think maybe the last time I watched it, something, it, it, was just, it was, so I don't think it is a bad episode. But I do think that if I, I listen, I don't know if there's a bigger fan than me, but I'm going to say there's probably five episodes, especially some of the hour-long ones, the season four. Season, was, yeah, season four is is uh, it, it's probably, I mean, probably the weakest season. Cause, it is. Cause this is season five. If you believe yeah, it, I is, know it's a yeah. podcast. I mean, the Twilight Zone. Way yeah. into their fifth season, they're still cranking out amazing things like this. That's season why five, Season five had amazing episodes in it. it, it I don't think anything compa- – I, I really – I think it's the best anthology series, and I don't think there's any question anywhere. Like, like I was having a discussion recently about the new Creep Show series, and I was like, some were pretty good, better than I thought it was going to be. Some weren't as good, but to me, if you look at it, just based on that one season, it's like Tales from the Crypt, because to me, Tales from the Crypt and Tales from the Dark Side, there are some really good ones, but overall, the series, I think people give, especially Tales from the Crypt, a, a pass where it's like maybe a 65% approval rating. It's just, there are some stinkers in Tales. People like Tales from the Crypt because it's nostalgia and everything else and the Crypt Keeper and, and, and you know, the memorable episodes. But I, I don't think it's as good as people, overall, as people think it is. I think if you're going to watch one show beginning to end, watch The Twilight Zone, watch any other anthology, and I guarantee you when you're done, you're going to be like, yeah, it's the best. I don't think there's even a question. I think it's like a ninety-five percent freaking approval, but I don't know. Eight point five. Eight point five. Okay, for me it's a nine. And I'm a six point five. You're fucking nuts. Yeah. Wow. That's just. It's okay. <laughs> I know, okay. man. He's allowed not to like it. <laughs> it's okay. What are you gonna do? It's still a decent enough rating. It just wasn't blowing it. I wish we could watch all the Twilight Zone episodes and do a separate podcast. Yeah, that would be a separate podcast. And I, Marco, you don't have to worry. I won't be on it. And it's not that I don't want to. I just, I can't dedicate my time to go back and revisit Get Christian on the Doctor Who podcast. One episode a week. And the Monchichi. That's it. That's all. Monchichi or Chichi? Chichi. I was saying it wrong. Sorry. He was being French. I'm going by Monchichi. Monchichi. Yeah. Like Moncherie. You know? Moncherie. Mon or something. Mon Hey, that come you don't hey. look like you're in high def. How come they doesn't... Okay, there you go. Never mind. I don't uh, even get... Okay it's there? bad enough you worry about yours. Don't even tell, talk about mine, please. <laughs> no, you got shaky for a sec. You got blurry for a sec. Uh, Stop! No, that's what you're doing every time you shake like that. What, do you hit really? the camera? No. I'm, I'm, I can't even reach my camera if I tried. Ah, you know, not, not without sitting up. So, by the way, I figured something out. I was listening to another another podcast recently, and they said, and I never knew this, that Goosebumps is Canadian. Is this true? Uh, I think it was a Canadian dumb. production, yeah. No, that played dumb. That's why it was like, your number one of 2015. Now I know. Not that, it's, a, it's a Canadian thing. I just, just the two of us. <laughs> I, I, this is what I want with both your heads, like Brandon always says. I just want to fucking <laughs> stuck. What the Jason? <laughs> <laughs> number like one and number two, <laughs> and a Marco's in a big fucking frame. <laughs> a frame? You should put the Jason yeah. mask on it one day, and the scream mask on it another day, and those every show just have like a different mask on it with a VHS next to it. 
<laughs> Your fucking basement is like a basement of fucking nightmares and horrors. No wonder nobody wants to come down there. Got I got a rocky chair, and a rocky horse over here. <laughs> Look at Dave. Dave just He's like, like, where's the rocky horse? Rocky horse? Rocky horse? Rocky horse? Shit, don't say that. Whoa. I'm talking about a rocky horse. That's my shit. Look at that. Look at that. Anyway. Man. Goosebumps giveaway. Goosebumps giveaway. <laughs> Check this out, though. I'm going to swing the camera. Uh, you're going to get some nostalgia, see? Look. Is that a throw blanket? Oh, look at that. Nice, huh? Even, he's that. even got Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch Dude. out. What's uh, look, two over uh, What's two over from Tales from the Crypt? Next, between that and Terror Train. And Tales from the Dark Side. Terror in Toyland. Terror in Toyland? What the hell's that? Believe it or not, it was another name for uh, Christmas Evil when it first came out. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That wow. is cool. That's nostalgic. Even that for is me, nostalgic. Man. But look at it. See what I, I did? I, I have the boxes behind the boxes. So remember when you used to go in the rental store? Yeah. And some some movies would be out and some movies wouldn't be out. And you know what I mean? That's how you could tell. That remember, the remember, remember the idiots who used to bring the fucking box with the art on it up? Be like, here, I'd like to rent this. Be like, was there a box behind it? No. It's out, yeah. you dummy. <laughs> did I see street trash there too? Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. yeah. Damn you. Dude. That, that I mean, movie alone cost me a shit ton in VHS back in the day. Ugh. Crazy. So good. Those boxes. And, and, so, and, and I the boxes you... I can't get, I'm going to have posters of. I'm going to have every box that I love, like all my all-time favorite box arts, and the ones that I can't get because they're too expensive and I can't find a deal, I'm, I'm, I'm making room for eight more posters. And, and, and it's going to be those ones. That it's going to look like favorite. an Arby's got... commercial in there. <laughs> all those boxes. <laughs> I'm have a display of UPS and FedEx boxes. This is my favorite FedEx box. <laughs> Purolator. Check it out. 80... <laughs> so did you complete your collection? See, your Friday the 13th. Has it happened already? Do you have no, no, no. Checks? There's a lot in shipping has been brutal. I was expecting a bunch of things this past week. I got three things. So I've got uh, a bunch more coming, but uh, I've bought, I've bought the same fucking movie I, as of you, Dave. In numerous, like even on DVD, because of how many DVD versions that they have. Sure. I, I'm like, I, I think I'm insane. I think this is what an insane person does. <laughs> <I'm with you. laughs> well, I have all the VHS now, except three, four, and six. So I have well, everything. Got, I got thinking of three's the only one that's come so far. I've got two coming, but I, uh, you don't care. Like you're, which is fine. You just want the boxes. And, and I, I was trying not to get the, the what is it good times or whatever the hell that one was gateway i was trying not to get the gateway ones i was trying to get trying to get the original like that's an original <laughs> friday three and i wanted to try to well, find the, the original or the 88 reprints a again the heavy tape ones i don't know i just wanted that's what i wanted they look identical to me 100 if there was anything that was one bit different then no i then i then i you know i don't care because to me every friday vhs whether it was printed in the eighties or the nineties looks the same. There's no, there's no difference. So like, for example, there's a million different Christine ones. I want the one I just bought before we came on the air now was the one that was printed and the one that I saw on my shelves in the VHS stores in the eighties. That's the one I want. I don't want the ones that were made later for me. It's about the nostalgia of the box. So with the Fridays to me, I don't think there was any difference in any of the cover arts. That's why I'm not uptight about it. No, it's like the logo placement and and it's just the oh. reprint of the tape inside, which you don't care about, which is fine. I just I was trying to find the original ones just because I was going insane. And so Are you like, gonna I mean, watch I watched I I watched uh, I watched it the other night. Yeah. 
How does it compare to watching the brand new Blu-rays and then watching them? What, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? No, there's no question. I mean, this is this no, is. No, but I mean, how do you produced, feel when you watch? Oh, it? it's fun. It's nostalgia. And you put it in a VHS tape. There's just something about it. it, 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 it there, it's there's a happiness. My daughter's coming down. And says, I'm watching VHS. She's like, cool. <laughs> she walked away. I was like, it's 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 just a different thing. There's no. She'd be like, you've got like it on Blu-ray. You've got what the hell are you watching? A, did a all the mold, scan? Did all the mold shoot out onto your face when the tape was over and you checked it? Yeah, I looked like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Faces of the Death on VHS because it's the only way you can watch it. My daughter and I. You know what I mean? So <laughs> what a bonding right experience. Here. It's fun. Well, it really, it's easy to tell now. In like 80% of the instances, it's easy to tell which ones are faked and which ones are not. There's still some of them that I, I can't tell. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe not. But the, uh, most of them I can say, okay, I can see how this was faked and this and that. Then other ones, a lot of aftermath shots, you know are real. There was an accident. They're coming to show the, the aftermath of the accident. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. you know. But she wanted more. She was like, oh, that's it, this and this. She was like, she was like, because I have part two and three coming because the box arts are, are, are a classic for me and I got them. So she goes, well, is it going to be more of the same? Is there going to be a lot of fake ones or is it going to be more real gore? I said, it's probably going to be more of the same. Dude, You're worried about my like fucking the... mannequin down here, Brandon. <laughs> <You get this>. <laughs> <laughs> I showed her the Prowler. I showed her the Prowler on New Year's Eve because she. I, I'm trying to think of movies with great gore kills in it. You know, so I, I she has she has the appreciation that we had at that age. She wants to see all, all the great gore gags, which and I'm so happy about it. So, and something else about Frankie, she, I, she made me so proud yesterday because she's into the show. It's called Invader Zim, and you can't get it anywhere like streaming for free anymore. It used to be able to. She had it somewhere. It's gone now. So she had the option to buy each season for ten dollars. There's three seasons, each of them uh, on Amazon for ten bucks each, right? Or we could go and, and you know and, and search around for the DVDs or something. So yesterday I asked her, she goes, Dick, I want to give you the money, and then can, can you order these from Prime or Amazon or eBay or, or, or Amazon? And I was like, uh, yeah, no problem. I go, well, which one do you want? Do you want the the, the ones that I could purchase to, to, to stream on, on Prime, or do you want to to get the you know the DVDs? And she's like, oh no, she goes, she goes, I'd rather have the physical. And I was like, wow. I said, extra you mold, old please, old? extra mold. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, serious. What fourteen-year-old girl going on fifteen? <laughs> Who in that age bracket is going to say they want the physical? <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, Brandon, it's, it's, cool. it's over. You know what I mean? The whole thing, yeah, it was great. It was <laughs> but I mean, seriously, kids our age—they don't even know about freaking DVDs and shit. Half of them, they just—they stream. So I have her saying, "I want to own it," and she goes, "And plus." What if they take it off a of Prime Sunday? She goes, you don't really own it. I'm like, look at this girl. You know what I mean? So anyway. Yeah, how does that work on Amazon? If you purchase something to own and then they lose the rights to it, you lose it, right? If you don't really own them, you're paying to basically rent it long term. That's the No, but if you get it. a digital copy, you get I, – I believe that's yours because it's now – I don't think it could be taken away from your devices or anything like that. You know, when you get the digital copies of that, I believe the, but I could be wrong. That's why I thought. That's what I oh, wonder. Well, that's what we're yeah. kind of talking There's about. There's a loop. Yeah. Because there was a big deal made. There was an article that was circling around like, you know, three or three months ago saying that Amazon or somebody made the statement that you don't really own them or something that, that it's a long-term rental, so to speak, that that's, it, it could disappear. Theoretically, it could go away. Yeah, because well, think about it. If know. Amazon, if Amazon has a falling out with the the movie company or something, and they pull, they pull, you know, all their movies from it because there's a huge lawsuit. They're they're gonna want them off every uh, 
Prime streaming. Yeah, but I'm talking about the ones that you've redeemed and you have the the physical copy or the digital copy. I I got to think there was a law put into place, but again, I'm speculating that it would be no different than they can't tell me, oh, that's VHS. You can't have that anymore because it's now owned by whatever. You got to send that in for whatever. It's no different. I think that digital copy, not not a streaming copy, but the digital copy that I've uh, got with when buying a Blu-ray or or whatever, or you buy from iTunes, I think that will be yours to keep indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm you not 100% on that. Although, but. what about cancel culture? You don't know. Things could go away. They could find out that one of the, the cartoonists and fucking invaders him, you know, fucking rape somebody. Oh, well. Can't or, co- or collects mannequin heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. But uh, unfortunately, the reality is that uh, although there are 4K still being produced and there is a, uh, a market, a, a shrinking, a very small market out there, I believe 4K will be the last they said will be the last physical media we see. They will never go to the 8K extreme or, or anything beyond that. Uh, that's what I'm uh, happy I've with Blu-ray. I'm happy with Blu-ray and the occasional 4K. I just got I a 4K the other day. I have, dude, it's been so. I have not purchased a a movie that wasn't a VHS for two months, and the only two I got were because they were 4K sales. Gremlins for 4K was on sale in December for 9.99. So for that price. I'm going to buy it. I did. You know what I mean? I got, but I, I didn't get to watching it, which sucks. I guess it'll be next Christmas season, whatever. And then the other day, somebody put up a thing in Ex Machina for seven fifty, which I watched for the first time last year and thought it was a great movie. I was like, and I, I do want to see that in 4K. And I don't just blindly buy a 4K. I go and I read the reviews. And if it says it's not really an upgrade from the blue, then I don't, I don't spend the money, you know? I hear the wrench hard at work. Yeah, yeah, the wrench <laughs> It could just be that one of the animals had an accident or something, or they could just... That's a big you know, fucking accident, then. She's been going at it for, like, an hour. She's like, oh, horse shit. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? They're not supposed to clean on Sundays. Dave, did you so a horse Dave went past the farm and took a horse. He's like, oh, man, this horse doesn't want to be here. Let me take this horse. I'm going to call you Lucky. Lucky horse. <laughs> and we're going to race him. Oh, Lucky. <laughs> Nice. Right, should we talk about Nightmare 20,000 Feet, the movie edition? Yeah, there we go. Why not? Yeah, yeah so this was the the final segment in the movie. This one had the opening narration with Bur- by Burgess Meredith, which was cool. Yeah. Oh, and then, cool. of course, it had the, you know, the archived uh, Rod Serling at the end. And this one has uh, John Lithgow as John Valentine. There's no there's no sort of uh, introduction to this. I mean, it just takes place. It opens up with him in the, the bathroom. Thing. In the bathroom, though. Freaking out. You so, can feel it, the way it's filmed, the way dude, it's, it's shot. Very, and the, it's very creepy, you, yeah. Doesn't it feel like, it's like, you know what, it kind of reminds you of like somebody that, that, that would be messed up on alcohol about to vomit. It's like, you can feel it. Like, you ever like get sick from booze and, and the way, you know, you got, I don't know, it just has that, that feel to me. Like you could feel what this poor bastard's feeling at the moment. Oh man. And you know, the girl that knocks at his door, or not the girl, not, 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 not the, uh, oh my God, not her, by the way, freaking Donna Dixon. Oh my God. She's beautiful. But anyway, not, not neither of the two stewardesses, but the other lady, the third woman, one of these cats is doing something down here crazy. I don't know what they're doing. But uh, the third woman that's at the door and, and says, uh, at the bathroom door, says, is everything okay or what's going on? Something like that. That is Carol Serling. That's Rod Serling's uh, wife. Oh, is it? Cool. Another cameo that. action. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, this is, it's but like yeah. a lot of, 
like a love letter to the series, obviously this movie. Uh, John Lithgow, who I like, is fun, but I would, I wouldn't, I can't say he doesn't overact. But that's part of the charm of the of the role. I mean, it's very flashy. I was more intrigued by seeing the girl from Cloak and Dagger in Hell yeah. Cloak and Dagger because you I think she should be have been a lot more person. things, man. Used to be a normal person. Yeah. 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 You big silly. You used to be a normal person. Oh, she's hysterical. That's her? She's on a show now? No, no, no. She, no, it was a movie that came out, one of my favorite childhood movies came out the year after. Oh, I don't know. Cloak and Dagger was great with Dabney Coleman. Yeah, man. I love Dabney Coleman. But she hasn't been in anything since. Or she's been in very little. She's like a handful of things and then like kind of just vanished. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love her in this in this one. N O S M O K I N G. No smoking. <laughs> <laughs> she got the fucking she got, she got the camera, she's got the freaking dummy. I like when the air marshal all of a sudden when they're getting hitting turbulence is uh, holding the dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like <laughs> <laughs> it's very comical. It's very comical. Even even when the the uh, the, the uh, captain comes online, it's like we might hit some uh ohs and some whoopsie daisies up here. <laughs> like what? what? He yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he this is like a mad scientist one because I mean he's a, obviously a computer genius. He references that he wrote that that book on uh, that that textbook. And yeah, microchip biology. Yeah, the microchip biology. Yeah, and he's and yeah. he's yelling out all these crazy stats and stuff, and he's just clearly having a massive panic attack. And yeah, the grim the gremlin's one... pretty creepy on the in this. Oh, it's great. Like, it, this it's... is the best gremlin. This is the best. You know gremlin who made it, right? Pardon? You know who made that gremlin? You know who was the it... uh, the the effects artist was for the movie? Was it Rick Baker? He... No, nope, close guessing... though. It was Rob Bottin. Okay, that, that would have been my second guess, but right. Yeah. The only part that looks it's silly sweet. with the gremlin, but it's still cool, is when he's ripping out the part of the plane and he turns to look at Lithgow. It looks like he's like rocking, like yeah, I want to rock. He does. Yeah. Yes. He does it on purpose. He raises this. He's taunting him. I love that. He goes. He holds it up and he's like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's having fun. It's he's teasing him the same way the other one it was. Like, I always love it. But it, no, I love it. But it still, it still looks. It looks like he's about to shred like a ridiculous guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> like he does. Like, like I swear, like I'm surprised somebody hasn't put that seed to like an awesome guitar solo. Like that's what it looks like. I love it though. This is the creepiest gremlin by far. Hands oh, down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's I, great. I agree on that. I agree. The scare at the window is we we expect it, but it actually works better than the original. And again, I I it just just based on the the reality of I guess not focusing on the uh, on the face as much and and, and the Monchi Chi having eye makeup <laughs> and, and, and and looking like it's a sniffling <laughs> got like allergy problems and whatnot like this it just, it, it's just the way that they do it again it's more modern it, it's quicker so I it worked in that regard I get it I get it maybe the storytelling's not not quite the same however this is just a faster paced uh, fun version of of the story. For sure. Yeah, with some lighthearted comedy and some unintentional comedy, I think, in some Dude, cases. Dude, they up, they up the sweating yeah. factor in this one. Because in the original, you notice that, uh, <laughs> that what's his name, that Shatner does, like, as the tension builds, you can see the sweat, like, building in his face. And this one, fucking Lithgow, looks like uh, like an airplane, like he threw the water out of his face. <laughs> like, he is drenched. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, poor bastard. And dude, when they hit turbulence, did you notice the old couple behind him, the old guy, he's trying to drink it? Oh, he's it, got the drink in his hand. That's like, my drink. I don't know if they did that as accidental or if it's just bad acting, but it's accidental comedy, as Dave always oh, says. Oh, it's it. hilarious. It's hilarious. Like, crashing, yeah. he's like... <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot more, like, tongue Don't drink! ...than I thought. Tongue <laughs> yeah. How about the guy talking? Oh, you, you, wait a minute. He goes, I saw him. He was in the backyard. Him and his wife, and he said, oh, well, you've got to humor them. <laughs> yeah, and that was a, that was kind of a nod to the original, like what the flight uh, flight navigator did when he tried to, like, patronize him by telling him, yeah, right. I see him too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's, some, there's some funny, but there's also some creepy. The very first time you see him, I don't know if, I didn't realize it until this time watching it, but the very first time he looks out, and he sees the gremlin on the thing. He's crawling across the wing. Yeah. See, I, on all fours. I never noticed that. I never picked up because it's kind of dark, you know. I never picked up on it before. Now with, you know, probably because of my television and it being a Blu-ray. It, it's easy, like if you were to watch it in a VHS, you may not even see him in that scene at all. Period. You know what I mean? Just like now Michael in the car in Halloween. Remember, Brandon? <laughs> I didn't even see Michael until I got the 4K. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite, movie, his favorite movie of all time. Most, one of the most iconic <laughs> scenes. Didn't even know Michael was in. What about Muffin? It took me to a Blu-ray to see a freaking, that it was actually a, a dog. And that there was something besides feathers and teeth. Because it looked like teeth. <laughs> <laughs> big fucking feathers. It was a fucking shredded, it was a shredded pelican. <laughs> I was like, why is that a dog? I'm telling you, it's the same thing. Oh, man. Nowadays, we can see it all. That, that's, that's the beauty of freaking, of high def, you know? Don't tell me I'm the only guy. I'm sure other people couldn't tell that it was Muffin and, and that that wasn't freaking... Yeah, he, was, he was green and slimy. <laughs> I, thought, yeah, I thought it was Gordon before I even knew who Gordon was. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon! Gordon, the suicidal dog. <laughs> oh, shit. How about at the end, though, that same guy, when he's like, what the hell was he saying? No, it wasn't the same guy. It was the other dude, the, um, the guy that... Uh, the heavy set dude that was freaking. Oh, the FAA guy. No, that was my gun. Yeah, that was my gun. He goes, oh, he goes. Wait a minute. They would, they would rather crash than stay up there. I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. To me, it's funny. You know. No, he's very comical. It's like he had a gun on board. No, that was my gun. He had. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Is that at the end when they're talking about that? Yeah. Yeah. As they're as they're kind of panning out. Because uh, yeah. this one is again, it shows the the wreckage at the end, correct? On the plane, I mean, yeah. them all mixed Holy up. Holy Toledo! Holy yeah, Toledo! Yeah. yeah, I always but, remember. But not a happy ending this one because nobody. I mean, they don't know what happened, but he's not going to be redeemed in this one. No, in I fact, in this in this one, he's lost deeper into the uh, Twilight Zone, as evident by you know Dan Aykroyd driving the. Uh, yeah, I love I love Credence. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Oh. I... I love Credence. <laughs> I always love the way he says that. <laughs> hey, that's... <laughs> I love Credence. <laughs> oh, shit. You want to see something really scary? Oh, it's great. And then great, the music man. kicking on, it's great, yeah. Yeah. I think he married that girl. The girl that I was talking about earlier, Donna Dixon, the blonde girl, mm-hmm. um, the stewardess, because she was... Uh, the year before, or was it the year after? Either way, she was also in Dr. Detroit with him. She was one of the girls in Dr. Detroit. And uh, I think they got married. I could be wrong. I could have been another girl. I'm pretty sure that, that that's what it was. I would have married her back then. Ooh-wee. 
<laughs> the score, the score of Jerry Goldsmith. I mean, geez, that's something the other ones don't have. This is the only one that has a really good score throughout. Although Shadow, I thought was pretty good. The movie, but I mean, as far as the oh, episodes, the score in Shadow is fantastic. That's probably the best yes. thing about the movie. Uh, and I'm not saying I didn't like enjoy. I'm just saying that 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 right. definitely stood out. There was like beautiful. There's shades of uh, phantasm in it. We'll, we'll get to that too. Yeah, phantasm. Yeah. Phantasm. Phantasm. Yeah, that's that's the French phantasm. version. Phantasm. <laughs> 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 I deserve that. Holy shit. Yeah, man. I thought the original, I mean, obviously it doesn't have music, but I think that they used, like, the sound design really well to with the building of the tent and stuff in the yeah. old school one. True. This one, I do agree, does have a really good score and stuff like that. And uh, Got those I strings love, in it. <laughs> yeah. I love, when he, I love when he, yeah, I love when he opens the newspaper and just says 437 dead in air, in airline disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Who would put that paper on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you right. you'd say back that was more. It was more of an issue back in the day. Now you're saying nowadays they wouldn't they wouldn't have any of that. Are you kidding me? You could be watching a a show with nudity, a plane crash, anything. You can watch that. Like back in the day, they would never show airplane or or airport seventy seven on a plane. Now you can watch it with no problem. No one cares anymore. So it's funny how certain things have gotten more lenient yeah. over the years, but then other things are, are definitely more more strict. But it, it, you're right; like there, were, there's no way that they would even have that allow that newspaper on that plane if there was a headline like that. <laughs> no. How about in the movie Airplane when they're showing a movie? I think it's taking off and it just explodes. <laughs> it's like the biggest fireball you've ever seen. I just, that just reminded me of Freaked, another a comedy that I absolutely love with Alex Winter. And like, you just see a plane coming in and landing and it just explodes. And then you hear them talking and it just cuts to them going, sure glad that wasn't our plane. <laughs> but it's just, just a, because of the, just the way it's edited, it's it's comedy genius <laughs> speaking of old comedy this is completely off topic but i've been thinking about this movie all year because of another horror movie that came out but there was a comedy in the 80s it was called young doctors in love are either of you guys yeah. familiar with this movie yes I, I always used to be intrigued by that that and i don't know why i'm the other one was teachers with the apple on the desk with with the wick it looks like a, a piece of a dynamite being lit and oh, for yeah. whatever reason, Got Young it. Doctors in Love and Teachers are two movies that I remember just the boxes of and wondering, what is that about? That seems... Oh, you never watched it? I don't think I ever saw it, but okay. I always thought I... it would be... Oh. Yeah. Is oh, there lots of sex? Coleman movie. Never saw it. No, Young Doctors in Love was like a... Um, it was a, uh, almost like they were spoofing like General Hospital or something like that. But it was our oh, way it, it was a sex comedy type. Yeah, oh, it was a sex... It's a parody. Oh, dude. I thought it was an actual... Like, okay. I thought Dude, it was like an it actual romance. <laughs> no, no, no. What'd you say, see? A romance, like a, like a. Oh like no, no! It was me, like. No, not at all. It was a comedy. It was like mon chichi. And it was, it was always, it would always be on late at night. It was almost like watching Hot Dog the movie or something like that. Okay, I mean, okay. Not, not as raunchy because it was parody style, but they did have some stuff. And I used to see it when I was a kid all the time. And there's a line in the movie. The reason I was reminded of it this year is because of that movie, Uncle Peckerhead, and. There's a line in the movie 
And I always, because it's the guy that's doing, that's narrating the movie. And in the movie, he says, so-and-so ended up getting married and have a, having a kid. And he goes, they called the kid Peckerhead. And I always remember that line. So ever since I saw Uncle Peckerhead, every time I see Uncle Peckerhead, I hear that in my head. They called the kid Peckerhead, you know? Pecker, but I started looking this movie up. Young Doctors in Love has never gotten any release on physical media. I mean, maybe VHS. I don't VHS, know, but I mean, yeah. modern, nothing. There's, I, there's, a, there's I, a lot of these, like, sort of, like, sought after, like, 80s, 90, early 90s comedies that didn't get releases. That. That could be a day one buy. That could be something to get excited for. <laughs> Not just because it's the first time on VA, on Blu-ray, because it's a quality movie that no one's seen in 30 years that we know Holy is a good fuck. movie. It's not a blind buy. You know what I mean? I, just, I don't I believe just... in a day one blind buy. I believe in a Sorry. day one buy. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's the difference. I'm waiting. I, I hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I looked at the cover again, and I remember it. No, there's a Blu-ray. What? Twenty nine ninety nine. There's a VHS tape six seventy nine. DVD nineteen ninety nine and Blu Ray twenty nine ninety nine. Might be only in Canada then. Import be, though. Where are you looking this up, Young Doctors? Amazon dot, I, uh, dot ca. But when I look at the cover I, now, I'm, I'm like, how did I not, not know it was a comedy? Like, because it's like them and they're they're. Ma- it looks like a COVID movie because they're all wearing masks and they're kissing on the beach. Like, how can you not think it's a comedy? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, when I go on Amazon, my Amazon on the app, there is a DVD. Okay, there's just not a blue, but there is a DVD. Young Doctors in Love, and the DVD is uh, $14. Okay, so it is there. Speak, uh, speaking of that, I, the other day I'm listening to Pink Floyd, The Wall. And I'm driving, I'm listening, and I think, man, I haven't watched the movie in a long time. Oh. So now check it, though. It is not this one I know for a fact is not released on Blu-ray. I could not buy because I was thinking, why don't I have this Blu-ray? Because if I don't own Pink Floyd the Wall, something's wrong. Maybe it's really expensive. So I go to Blu-ray.com, I put it in, Pink Floyd the Wall, no release date. How the hell? It's music too. You know what I mean? In a movie, it's that's crazy. I mean, they had laser disc because I had it on laser disc. There's (laughs) are you collecting the Friday the Thirteenth laser? There's a DVD of Pink Floyd the Wall. DVD. I understand there's a DVD. Not, I mean, bl- I want high def because it's the music and, and the visuals of it. it I used to me. love that too, man. Yeah. And, and I didn't mean to, to, to sidetrack this too much, but whatever. Who cares? You know? You can't say much about these episodes. It's weird. You can't, like, what's there to say? As good as they are, they're so quick. You right. Know, they're 20 minute segments, and uh, right. they are. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Most of the feedback we get when we do our, our show. In case you guys haven't noticed, is about other stuff that isn't the movie. It's all the stuff we sidetrack on. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting pretty over reviewing movies anyway. Yeah, I like sidetracking. Me too, and I think if people like it, then then so be it. We will continue to sidetrack, with, especially now with the new format, the new old format. But yeah. I don't know. What else can we say? But I, I do love when he finally has the encounter with the gremlin. When he oh. gets out... And he freaking first he grabs his feet, dude. He gets on the body or a claw. He freaking gets out there, and then he wags his finger like yeah. that. And the music they're playing, and then runs, and then fucking jumps and flies off. And you're like, he's off to, to freaking you know destroy the friendly skies. I love dude, that. That, I... that was cool. That oh. was really cool. He should have taken a fucking as as a man of uh, science should have taken uh, a little sample of what he left on his lip though. This way, he could have proved he's not crazy. I would have been like. Get me a petri dish right now. 
You left a lot of goo on him. <laughs> he did. He was You're slimy. Like, Run the DNA on this. It's not human. <laughs> He's not human. Yes. <laughs> it is funny the way they get the way they pretend to be sucked out of the plane in this and the original. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> well, I guess that would happen, but it's just too no, comical. No, it would to happen, but I it's feel funny. like the whole plane would rip open, and like a lot of people would be sucked out. Wearing this, it's like one guy's like pulling him back in, holding his legs. <laughs> oh, and the fact that they chose that heavy set guy who was just sweating and so out of shape to be the air marshal is just no right. You just see some scrub sitting there on the plane. Then for some reason, that little girl sitting next to him, it's not even his daughter. Or her mom's a piece of garbage freaking over there with her headphones on sleeping. Everybody else what is taking care of her. What did she do now? <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all freaking pilled up or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I would be. I'd be all pilled up if I was flying. That's the only way that I know how to fly. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll fly. I'm not. I'm not scared anymore. I used to be. I used to have a fear of it, but now, I'll get on, take two or three Ambien, wake me when we get there, and if we don't get there, I won't know. It's a half an hour flight. <laughs> I've only slept one time on a plane, one time only, and I've flown hundreds of times. I, but you know, I don't sleep. I freak, I can't sleep just unless it's nighttime. I just can't. I'll say, I can't me, I'm the opposite. I can barely stay awake even during the daytime. <laughs> really? And I just mentioned this the other day in, in a chat, and, and they, were, they weren't believing me. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to say this for attention or for shock value or anything. This is, this is a fact. As an adult, I have not fallen asleep. I, I do not sit on the couch and watch TV and doze. I don't do anything and fall asleep. It's happened once in my life, and, and I, I can tell you when it, when it is. That's every it's night. watching... Never. It doesn't happen to me. My mind doesn't work that way. So it's happened watching New Nightmare, and, and I believe, that's what I remember because it was funny. I was watching it for a podcast for Skeleton Crew. I want to say it was 2015 or 14. Either way, I was watching New Nightmare, and I fell asleep in the second half of it, and I, and I woke up later, and I went to bed, and then I finished it the next day. <laughs> that is the only time in my adult life that I have fallen asleep and not gone up to a bed, laid down, and made myself go to sleep. Oh, it does shit. not happen. It's never a matter of fact. I haven't taken a nap since probably 1972. <laughs> a two-hour nap been, yesterday. 1972. Since I've been six months old. My mother told me. She goes, you haven't napped since you're six months old. And funny <laughs> enough, my daughter, who's almost 15, she has also not napped since she's been since six 1972. months old. 1972. <laughs> I fucking love napping. Dude, I, I nap all I think the time. It makes you old. I think napping makes you get old. And check this, though. If I do nap, what? the few times I try. Yeah, More sleep ages you. <laughs> yes, and afternoon sleep ages you. Yes, that's what old folks do. So this is, this is what it is. When I used to try to nap, when I used to go to college, right after high school, I would go to college, and sometimes, you know, you get out of college at like 1 in the afternoon, and I was still living with my parents. So I would get home at like 1, and then sometimes I would work later. I would try to take a nap. So I would lay down in my bed, try to nap, I would fall asleep for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and this also is no lie. And it, it, sometimes it still happens because uh, the only time I can nap is when I'm sick. If I have a fever, I don't count that as napping. I'm sick. So uh, outside of being sick, let me rephrase what I already said. I won't fall asleep or take a nap. So, But if I have a high fever and I'm in and out of sleep for a couple of days, that, that's it. But this used to always happen to me. If I attempt to sleep in the afternoon at all, this – not this is not a lie. 
I will go to sleep and I will have these dreams. And in the dream, I am telling myself that I have to pull myself out of the dream or I'm going to die. And I can literally feel this as I'm sleeping, me pulling myself. And it's weird. I feel myself rising back to fucking <laughs> to wake up. And then I wake up. I you, cannot... a loaf of bread? He feels himself rising? <laughs> He's in The Exorcist too. <laughs> I just want to make sure that people realize that this show's not science. Uh, Dave talking about sleep aging you is the equivalent of saying 5G is what created coronavirus. So let's <laughs> let's just not take oh, that as scientific fact. The shortcut to getting old. Any anybody that just can't freaking that's why look at me. I'm gonna be I'm 48. Look at me. Do I look like I'm, anyway? This is what I'm telling you. This this it's a shortcut to getting old, just like country music is. This is what happens. People that used to be young that listen to rap. And then all of a sudden they get in their forties. They start listening to country. That's a shortcut to getting old. That 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 age you in getting old, admitting that you're old and saying, "Oh, I'm too old for this." That is also getting old, or some or saying, "I feel old." That will age your old aging process. And again, if you don't go to bed at night and sleep your seven hours, whatever plus, at one sitting, in this or instead sleep for five or six hours and then nap in the afternoon, that will age you. Your sleep is not supposed to be broken up that way, and that will age you. And I'm scientists just concluded that the passage of time will also contribute to you aging. Age is a number. It doesn't exist. Time doesn't even exist, if you think about it. It's all man-made. Here we are existing. You know. This is what happens when you listen to fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone down a fish hole here. <laughs> go, go. Time, time does not age. You're like Kenny. I mean, I'm in the fucking twilight fresh, zone right fresh, now. <laughs> <laughs> who did that I'm who telling did you that? who did that that's why i'm still a kid i'm never gonna i'm not telling unless i get sick i will not get old it's not gonna happen i won't let it happen it, it's all a state of mind all of it and napping will get you old and falling because look at who falls asleep on the couch old people you know it's true you, you think a teenager falls asleep on the couch yeah. Fuck no kids don't do it people i say sleep. half of our audience naps at least i'd say three quarters if not 98 percent of them our nap. audience is napping right now <laughs> 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 wake up wake up <laughs> you're driving home from work <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see that commercial that enterprise rent-a-car commercial you might remember this one dave it's not that old it's probably like maybe 15 years old where they're coming up with ideas on how they can make Enterprise better, and one of the person recommends uh, aromatherapy candles, and then they show the rent a car, and all four people are fast asleep in the car because the aromatherapy <laughs> puts them to sleep, and then the car veers off the road. No, that's funny though. Wow, yeah, oh, it's hilarious. I love that commercial. <laughs> wow. So what happens if it veers off the road? Are they dead? I mean, yeah, you just of... see the car veer off the road, and you just assume they crash and died, and then they're like, wow. ah, maybe, not. and then they go back to like the board meeting. They're like, maybe not such a good idea. It's them <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, it was an idea. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was actually a commercial. No, there was the end of it. <laughs> no, they're they're like in like a meeting, enterprise running right. officials. They're, they're like, how about a yeah, they're How about aromatherapy candles? And then they picture four guys in a car, the drivers, everyone's fast. <laughs> Sleep with the aromatherapy candles burning, and then it just swerves yeah. off the road. And then they're like, back in the boardroom. Maybe not such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. But All right, eight out of ten. <laughs> eight out of ten. I, I say nine out of ten. And I'm right there with the original six point five. <laughs> Jesus, this fucking grump over here. Maybe we should start reviewing <laughs> Doctor Who over here. <laughs> Doctor Who. Dr. Kelly who? 
Billy. <laughs> All right, let's go into Christian's favorite Twilight Zone episode, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. Hey, when we make our movie, do you think we can get Kelly Who to be in it? Like a little she can play me because I'm not being in it. <laughs> <laughs> the Exploding Heads podcast featuring. We, we actually needed Christian. some female content, so that's perfect. Kelly. <laughs> featuring a much <laughs> sexier <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Kelly Who as Brandon. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Moods or Moods' yeah. father, right? What but was he's that? not. Yeah, Moods' father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Okay, so this one's directed by Greg Yatanis. I think that's how you say his name, and stars Adam Scott. A journalist finds an MP3 player with a true crime podcast that details how the airplane he is currently on will disappear. And it's called Nightmare 30,000 Feet, so it's 10,000 feet higher, which automatically makes it scarier. Well, it, it's just the reality of that, that usually you're not flying at 20,000 feet. But the, <laughs> uh, the reason I like Adam Scott... So I do I like, like I like though. I like the introduction. I liked I liked everything about this. I liked the podcast idea. I liked that it was he's like this is detailing what's happening. This I liked all of it. Yes, it gets crazy when they crash land for that last little scare, but if that's what you're basing this whole episode your whole review on, then that's not really fair either. I mean, I, I have some questions because I was a little confused by this one, but I, I'll just start off with right at the opening scene. Not that not that I'm not going to I'm not going to this. I, I just think it's funny when they're at the uh, the magazine stand at the newsstand. Like, why are they both like, oh, no, you take it. No, you take it. Look, there's 10,000 copies of the magazine. Why are they arguing over the same one copy? <laughs> I don't you know. know. They, like, I well, well, yeah, that, that was, I was thinking the same thing. That is stupid, dude. And can you, like, I mean, just, yeah, here, I'll buy it for you because I wrote it, whatever. <laughs> Fine. It was, lazy, I, it was yeah. a lazy, it was lazy screenwriting because it was a way to introduce the idea that he wrote the book or the magazine, just like the guy in the movie wrote the book. It was a lazy he, thing. It's to so win. weird because he could easily just had him going, like reaching for the copy and they both kind of reached in. It's like, wait, this is right. you. They could have just simply done it right there and not had to worry about that whole exchange. So, yeah, I I agree. That was odd, but forgivable. I mean, and then it was just a way to, to introduce them initially. But I do like the way it progressed with the, the podcast and how he... The podcast was cool. He should have tried harder to have somebody listen. That's my big problem. He tries right away with the one person and he says something about, I don't want cooties or whatever the hell lice. he says. Yeah. Lice. Whatever, yeah. lice. So he goes away. Now, before you're acting like a fool and saying all these things and pissing everybody off, why not sit one person down and say, listen, would you please do me a favor? Just go to the beginning of this. Obviously, this is 1015. I like what he says. In the, that happens to me and my wife all the time. And I would say that. I go, what are the odds of that? Because, you know, it's 1015. Yeah. The flight is 1015. The date is 1015. And so is the time. That's cool. So literally, as soon as he puts the tape in or the podcast, whatever, he starts playing and listening. And instead of the flight at 1015, he doesn't even sell. He doesn't even react which I thought was stupid. Right away, he should have raised his eyebrows and said, 1015, another one. But he didn't. He didn't notice it until like 30 seconds later. But wouldn't you just say, hey, listen. I, and you know I always complain about when people do this in movies, when, when there's a crisis and they don't do what I would do, take the time. I don't like to say oh, that. I'm like, It's like pretty much any comedy movie, like Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents. Those are what drive me crazy because I'm like, every situation here is avoidable if you just say, 
Let's take a second here. Let me explain myself. And that the whole movie is based on that. And so I get you. I hear you on that. Yeah. I don't know why I went to meet the parents, but that's the movie that pissed me off. That's like funny. that style of comedy. <laughs> hey, Foster. I didn't notice, but I believe you. I, I, I get you. But why yeah. not just say, hey, listen, I, I want you. Could you do you have a second um, flight attendant? Could you have just a second, miss? Sit down here. Let me start this from the beginning. Would you listen to this? I think something might be off, but I want you to hear what they're saying. This is this is awfully odd. Don't say anything about this is happening. La, 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 la. I'm bugging yeah. out. Just say, do you have like 30 seconds to listen? I want you to listen to this and tell me what they say. And that's it. That's all you had to do to any person at any time. Instead, he acts a fool. That's my first major complaint. I thought they were going to have somebody listen to it. Sorry, Chris. I thought they were going to have somebody listen to it, and it turns out that they're not hearing the same thing, but they never well, that, even that. That would have been great. That's what I was just going to say. Or yeah. it's, or there's nothing. It's like, yeah, dude, I don't hear anything. Done. And it's, like, it's just for his ear. That would have been fine. Or and the other thing, Dave, to add on to that is what MP3 players are using. It's like wood, wood embroidered. Like it's just like, and like, why doesn't have a speaker? Like if I was listening on my iPhone, I go, okay, you don't want cooties or lights here. Listen. And then I have my yes. speaker. And so I agree. Those are a little bit of annoyances upon, I, I kind of thought about it there, just like the magazine poll. I didn't let it bother me because I was like, ah, oh, this is better than I expected. Because all I heard about the new Twilight Zone, it was that it was shit. I didn't even know a second season, season existed. So I didn't even check it out. I just heard it was I, garbage. Mm-hmm. And so then I watched this. I'm like, hmm. This maybe say maybe I'll check out some of these other ones as well. Dude, to be it, did, it built the suspense really well. I like the investigative part. I like it building. I like him investigating. Obviously, the two Sikh guys, the the Russian guys who he thinks are the uh, the witness nice. protection guys. I like that that it builds. Ultimately, where it goes in the last like seven eight minutes from when this Joe character takes over the plane. That's where I'm confused. Who the hell is Joe? Why did he take over the plane? Is he real? Is he even real? Well, I think he's the gremlin. I think he's the gremlin in this. And and what happened was, I think he's just a terrorist. So I think he's like a disgruntled ex-employee and decided to take control of the plane. But I think he's become the the, the formation of the gremlin. Okay. Uh, of the new version. Pardon? He goes in the cockpit. He goes in the cockpit, says what he's going to say, which, by the way, as soon as the switch was made, I knew that's where it was going to go. So that kind of bothered me that I predicted that, that he that the whole good night in New York was still going to happen. But, I mean, that happens. Doesn't he get in there and talk to the people as he's flying and then, and then fall asleep? He well, he lowers that, he lowers that he uh, air pressure. Cabin yeah. pressure, yeah, so they all pass out, except for Adam Scott, who has the, the gas mask. So I don't think that t- makes him a terrorist. I think that – I don't know what it makes him. Well, he crashes the plane. <laughs> He's he's I, I, I believe he's disgruntled. He talks about all the mistakes he's making. He's drinking throughout. I just thought I was just questioning whether he's real or not because he's like moving throughout the plane the whole time and nobody's like questioning him or anything. Well, we don't really get you don't get closure on that because after yeah. the plane crashes and Adam Scott awakes uh, and he's he's still playing that tape, then you find out that everybody's blaming him, not this guy that went into the cockpit to yeah take even over the though plane. they were watched even though they had access to watch the cockpit they talked about the cameras the computer monitors of the of the cockpit and they could see they should be able to have seen joe beating the shit out of this guy so joe obviously if he was real died in the crash if he's not real then it was adam scott who stormed it who completely lost his mind and stormed the cockpit and crashed the plane and that's why they kill him and have you ever seen a plane crash like that where every single person is is alive well Here's the thing. I think and in fighting shape and in fighting I, shape. That's true. Yeah, that is. Where yeah. where you're saying the original stories, which 
like I, I won't argue against are more about like the like the human condition or about the, about the man. This one is taking what I think the general public think the Twilight Zone is, where anything can happen and any weirdness can be explained, quote unquote, because yeah. you're in the Twilight Zone. And I think that's where maybe this new series went and, and kind of took the ideas from, but then feels like they they have carte blanche and, can, okay. and, and no, they can go I into can, a I weird realm. I could be less harsh on it with that explanation. That makes sense. But it's still I still can't wrap my head around what I want to make of it. Even though I could suspend all disbelief, you know, if Joe was real and he died in the crash, how come the other pilots are all of a sudden walking out and part of the crowd that's beating the shit out of beating the shit out of uh Justin Justin Sanderson's character, you know. It's just I just, well, I just didn't like the way you're, it ended. You're, well that's it. You're you're taking it they're saying that they couldn't find him. Every other passenger was accounted for, meaning they did. Joe was maybe not there, like because he's not accounted yeah. for because he's not there. But they beat the shit out of him and hit his body, which is hard to believe because that's essentially saying that they were all rescued at one point and he was left for dead. Because, yeah. or but I will say I did love buried or thrown to sea. I was really into it. I was like, "Oh man, this is great!" He got the t- the countdown with everything. You I was know. waiting for the gremlin to show. That's what was d- distracting to me. Oh, I knew the gremlin wasn't in it because I read that this one doesn't feature a gremlin in it. Yeah, so I I knew. I was blind, so I'm like, okay, how is the gremlin going to tie? And they showed him looking outside two or three times outside the window. So I thought they were going to build up to it. And I'm not complaining that the gremlin wasn't there, but I'll say this. What you guys said, or what you said earlier, see about people's perception of what the Twilight Zone is. There have been episodes like that in the original Twilight Zone, where things just happen for no reason and it's unexplained. They don't always have a twist reveal and this. That. Some episodes of the Twilight Zone are just this happens and they and the guy ends up here and it, it, it's effed up and then whatever. It is what it is. That's fine. My complaint about this new iteration as a whole is that they're taking the original titles. Okay, and it looks like the next episode is going to be a take uh, because at the end there was a at the end of this episode, there was a commercial for the next one. And they showed the freaking mystic seer from Nick of Time, which is one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes. And it looks to me like they're taking ideas that were written for the original, giving them the same title or a similar title. And then it's almost like a, a remake in when we complain about when movies are remade only in title only and they completely do something different. So that's a little bit of a beef to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to call this that. And it's not so bad in this one because it's still on a plane and there's still scary things happening. But I don't know. If you're going to redo the Twilight Zone, re- redo it. You know what I mean? Don't give it the old <laughs> titles <laughs> and then do this. So I'm, I'm a little bit perturbed about that. I do like the I presentation. That... Mm-hmm. I like Peel when he comes on the screen in the thing and all he comes out. And Peel himself is fine and his delivery. It's fine. Based on this episode alone, this to me seems like another version of the early 2000s Twilight Zone that came mm. out. It hits and misses, more misses. It's okay. You're never going to touch the original, and the 80s is, is a very underrated uh, anthology as well. But these last two, it seems kind of similar. And I took it as, they also said at the end uh, on the podcast that he's listening to that the other people after three months later just all appeared out of nowhere. Not a lot of explanation there. They're on a desert island. No one's going to find them. So how did they all appear at the same time out of nowhere? And I also took it that the obvious, I think they, they killed the guy. You know what I mean? Well, that's, they left, that's, what I, left him. that's what I thought, too. They killed him. But, yeah, I mean, 
again, I didn't have these questions because I was just shocked. Again, presentation, I was like, wow, this is flowing great. Oh, this is good and crazy. I, I get it. They're, they're taking it. I thought they did remake it, uh, just remake it in the sense of like, there's no old school gremlin it's done a little bit differently uh and and it's it, they a slight variation of the title just to say hey it's not what you had before we're at well, why not 30, feet and and whatever because it's it's slightly different i i thought they did all that i thought they did just don't call it that see don't don't yeah. call it nightmare at thirty thousand feet just because there's a guy on a plane and bad things are happening why not have another twilight zone episode and call it fucking podcast from hell i don't know whatever you know what i mean and just uh, it just so happens to take place on a plane that eventually crashes by calling a nightmare at 30,000. MP3 from hell? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the variation of it. And maybe it's because I watched this one first and I had no expectations going in because I hadn't heard anything anything positive about the series. I, I hadn't even been able to... I didn't make my own opinion of it yet because I everything that had been presented that I read or saw was yeah. all negative. So I went in lukewarm, not, not expecting yeah. to expect, enjoy it. And I was like, wow. This was really enjoyable. I really like this. So then maybe my 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 questioning of of things I I kind of let sort of go to the to the side because I was like, okay, this is we're in the twilight zone. I I can buy it enough. I'm I'm in it enough. And I watched it kind of in descending order. So whereas I watched the Lithgow one second and then the original one, thinking that I was saving the best for last. And I had that's that's kind of how my my mindset went in for watching them and i ended up enjoying this one the most i'm not saying it's fantastic but i'm just saying i enjoyed it the most out of the three even with all the things unanswered what is jordan peele trying to say that justin sanderson's downfall was because they say something about him not not investigating inward i get that right see that's that's the thing usually like the message it's like okay like did he have a breakdown and just caused a plane? Was everything – is that what the, he's saying? Like, oh, like he's so busy investigating what he's here. He's not – he never investigates the idea that maybe maybe none of this is real. Is that what they're trying to say? Yeah, didn't they, didn't they also allude that he's had a – he was also yeah. suffering yeah, from something in the past as well, yeah. right? Yeah. They, yeah. they touch That's upon that. And yeah. Yemen and Yemen because he travels all these – he's on his way to Israel. They're going to Tel Aviv. He does all this like, you know, scary investigative recording. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Moshi, 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 moshi. Nothing. It's nothing, but it is something now. Moshi, moshi means I'm looking it up right now. Moshi pork. But yeah, at least I do like the fact that they, they put that in our heads like the first one, that he had history and it's his wife again. Oh, it's a greeting. It's a greeting. In Japanese, it means hello. Moshi, moshi. <laughs> moshi, moshi. Ni hao. Oh, there you go. Yeah, moshi, moshi. Good call. I, I watch a lot of Asian films, too, so I always feel like, moshi, moshi. <laughs> moshi, 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 moshi. <laughs> hey, did you guys notice that the first shot we see of uh, Adam Scott right after we they show a snow globe? I thought that was a freaking nod to Krampus, like immediately. It, it may have been. It may have yeah. been. Yeah. I want to talk cool. to Krampus. <laughs> and they do have nice little little nods, and that's why I think they do it, just so they can throw out these little Easter eggs. And they have that doll at the end. They have the freaking. Uh, they have the Manchishi doll. You know what I mean? The, on the beach there, and then they have. This is what. Here's what. This makes no sense. I don't know why they would do this. They said Captain Donner, which I get that. Donner, Richard Donner. Yeah. Back to the first one. Then later on, they say Captain Beaumont. Now, why would you mention Charles Beaumont 
the other writer of the Twilight Zone episodes, one of them, in that Matheson, who wrote this story. And it's funny, I thought I thought they would put him in with the uh, with the podcast host because they they said his name was Rodman Edwards. So I'm thinking Rod is for Rod Serling. But what's what's Edwards for? They should have just had like Rodman. They should have just had Rodman Serling or something. Well, why not Captain Matheson since this is or or Rod Matheson as the podcast host? (laughs) Fine, but Charles Beaumont, who I adore, another great weird, but it's weird. But I mean, yeah, no sense. It is weird. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of there's like some choices they make in the script that I just don't. Maybe they script. already maybe they already referenced Matheson in another episode. They didn't. I was waiting. Oh, maybe so. But why not? I guess. You know what I mean? Maybe. maybe they, they just, yeah, Dave. Just yeah, we didn't watch the whole here. series. <laughs> this is probably Matheson's best known one. Well, maybe, maybe not. Hard to say. I mean, he's had some classics. He did like 22 of them, I think. And, I don't know. Either way, whatever. I again, I had problems with it. It was it was fine. I don't hate it. I I don't love it. It, it was fine. I, I was entertained until the last third, where it fell apart for me, and I'm like, what? That's and then I just like really had me like, I didn't understand it. I read it. Read that's all the, the next movie. <laughs> read about it and stuff. I think the movie's pretty simple, but uh, I read about it and I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I can make sense of this, and I don't know. It was good until until it wasn't. How about when he says to the guy, he goes, how do you know there's no birds? He said. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, a bird hit the plane, this and that, and the other thing. He goes, oh, no, there's no birds at this level. Or something. I love, <laughs> but I love how instantly annoyed the, the flight attendant is. Like, he's so annoyed by by being bothered by it. <laughs> well, the guy, they both are. Yeah. The girl, brother, she's a looker herself. But, yeah, same thing. I, I They were all annoyed. And I understand because he just kept getting up. And we've all been there. If you worked in customer- Dude, forget the fact that, like, look, even before we learned that everyone else survived in this one, which makes it even more ridiculous, I am tired of people surviving plane crashes and waking up face down on the beach. No, <laughs> this does not happen. I thought it was that show. When I, I'm not even making a joke. When it first happened, because I never watched the show, I thought they were going to make this as an intro to that show Lost. Like, cause, well, didn't that happen? Didn't a plane crash someplace and they were on some deserted island? Was yeah, it but it's episode? just so ridiculous to think that from 30,000 feet you're going to crash at fucking 10,000 miles an hour into the ocean and then you wake up face down without a scratch on you. And the plane. And the MP3 players. Crash. Yeah. It wasn't in the ocean. It was in like a, a freaking a pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be dead. And every and nobody has a scratch on them. Nobody's hurt. And the MP3 players survived too. Resting nicely on right, a rock. Of course. Yep. Still plugged in and still. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm... Uh, I just don't have these kind of complaints about the other ones. It's simple as that. I just That's, don't. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't either. You know? And I'll be a little bit more forgiving, like C says, like, okay, anything can happen in the Twilight Zone, but I just can't get. I just can't wrap my head around what the, what the message is or what ultimately is going on here. But I do. I did like Jordan Peele. I don't know if people are complaining about him. I haven't really read much in terms of reviews on it, but. I think he does a good job. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could do it. Put a suit on me. Let me go and do the intro. I think I, I could be just as freaking creepy. And try to do my uh, Rod we Serling. We don't need a suit on you for the, to be creepy. You're just <laughs> creepy enough right now. Hey, do you guys know that Steven Spielberg's directorial debut was on Night Gallery? The very first, uh, the pilot, which became the TV show. 
I just happened to find this out when I was looking at the oh, at the bee for some for some because I was because because the dummy in part two that looks like what it's actually a WC Fields dummy, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't one of the dummies from the Twilight Zone, and it was a, a you know like an Easter egg in there, and it wasn't. It's WC Fields, but I was going through the the IMDb, and it said Spielberg, and yeah, he, he's you know he hasn't talked to Landis since the movie, and this and that, but then it said Spielberg, his directorial debut was actually. The Twilight, uh, pardon me, Night Gallery. And then he, he comes back and does the Twilight Zone, which kind of cool. So he knew Rod Serling. Oh, and I didn't know. So way, Spielberg, the more interesting thing of that was that Spielberg hasn't talked to Landis since the yeah. movie. I didn't, I didn't know that. You probably want to distance yourself from other directors that are, you know, killing actors and children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> friendship like, especially right when there. they. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. I, I gave this all... one a 7 out of 10 before we get on to anything else. How much? How seven. Much? Oh, yeah. wow. I thought you said a seven. Yeah, I thought he said something like that, too. A seven. A seven. Sea fever. Sea fever. Sea fever. Um, <laughs> here I am doing all this. You know what that is? It's Carmen talking about the sea people. Remember that episode of sea people? When he was when he got the, what do you call no. it? The, um, <laughs> the pine shrimp. What are those things know. called? Sea monkeys. I like the Christian Mike now when he said no. <laughs> He was all excited about the sea monkeys. When you when you look at the package of sea monkeys, it has them the way they look is not what they are. And he was all excited. And he was singing, I think I do know that one actually. Sea all jokes. <laughs> so ever since that movie Sea Fever came out, when I saw that title, that's what I always picture in my head. Sea Fever, you know. <laughs> anyway, all this talking and all me picking it apart, I end up giving it a six and a half out of ten. Still, so. yeah, that's where I am. Six and a half. I thought C was coming in at a nine the way he was talking. Oh, I I liked it the best. I, all of them have like the ups and downs. I get again like two six and a half and a seven. You're not a Twilight Zone guy. Oh, right? Did you say I, yeah, I like to- the Toilet Zone. I love the Toilet Zone. That should be our movie. It is going to be the, a UAT. How can it be our movie when it's already our podcast? Yeah. Tales from the Toilet Zone. <laughs> Oh, man. That's what we should call real bad episodes of the Twilight Zone. Uh, that that was actually the Toilet Zone. That episode, you know. <laughs> I want to have a podcast just so we can say. That. <laughs> Let's start a side case and call it the Toilet Zone. Oh. <laughs> right on top of that, there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so what the it. hell that was. I'm tired. I'm ready for my afternoon nap. Although it's not oh, afternoon. I'm right there with you. Two beautiful hours. <laughs> Christian and I are looking forward to getting old this afternoon. Yeah. I can't wait to age two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you'll have more, another touch of a wrinkle coming in, a crow's nest. That's how it begins. I'm telling you. As long as it's not a shrew's nest that we have to review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to that. Oh, we have an email. You know, I forgot about that. We have something. But. Mushy, mushy. Almost, almost. I'll tell you on all point. Mushy, mushy. Say it now. We've got the. We've got it short on our end. Yeah, I saw it pop up, but then I saw it click again. Mushy. He just kept saying mushy, 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 mushy. 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 I think that might might be my new. Might be my new intro. Your new intro. Mushy, mushy. Why not? If we can just get a good outro, we'll be okay. You know. Fuck that finish fuck. That's what. Fuck that finish fuck. Fuck that finish fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. FTFF. You're gonna be motherfucking somebody in a minute, maybe after this email. Well, no, F- not, no. Is this? We have a we have a message. Listeners, FTFF. <laughs> you can tell me what this stands for. It'd be greatly appreciated. Mushy, mushy. 
I was Who winning the I was winning the top list for about a day, and then suddenly Brandon you, took the lead. No, I think you won. It's no, oh, that's right. If we're talking about a poll, I believe the last time I looked, it was eleven for C and ten for for B and ten for me, and Watson had like four or something. Yeah, I think oh, I thought, won. Oh, I didn't check it recently, Brandon. You were in the See? lead the last time I checked. I am in the lead. And it's you the closest vote, one. And you, you this room pretty much. Yourself. And you didn't I, vote for yourself. I didn't vote for myself. Dave, no. Dave and I each voted for ourselves. I voted for myself because you got ahead of me, and I looked. I go, "How this happen?" I go, "He voted for himself." Well, I'm gonna vote for me now. So that's why I did. I just I, 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 know, I saw that. Like Christian, you won. You won. Well, All, I mean, this was yeah, the most that's even a victory for me because I recommended a movie that you had at your number one, and you put a non absolutely a bunch of non horror films on your list. So. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say <laughs> once again. That I've got the listeners here. Marco uh, shockingly agrees with me. Uh, and <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually don't know. But ultimately, no, we were probably the most even Stephen. And shockingly, again, as the year progressed, I was like the naysayer of the group saying, I don't really see this this year. And once oh, again, the last quarter, the last you know four, four months Same actually was probably the last third then was like awesome. And then catching up on ones that I, I hadn't seen. So it was just, it, it was, ended up being a great year. It's been a consistent, great five, six years since since we started this sure. in terms of new films each year. Every Man, year having like, oh, Watson on the show, thing. even though our listeners obviously don't align with them because you can see it in the, in the polls, uh, it was much better. I, I, like, I joke and I never look forward to it, but when he's on, I enjoy it. I never look forward <laughs> to when he's on either. <laughs> this is a good preamble because I have a message to read and then I have a... Perfect. Some information from Watson as well. So, because we're going to, you know, talk a little more about 2020. But I wanted to read this um, message that uh, that Shelby sent us on uh, on Patreon. So, check it. Hey, boys, just wanted to thank you all for taking a few questions I left for your top five show. What an amazing episode. As a fellow Canadian, I was very happy that Christian was so thoroughly prepared for the show. <laughs> he really <laughs> represented us well. Unfortunately... <laughs> He must have thought the top five show meant that he only had to prepare five answers for the whole damn show. <laughs> Too bad he didn't consider the replacement host question more seriously. <laughs> nice. That fucking Canadian prick. Uh, <laughs> it's Shelby. It's a female. Just kidding, of course. <laughs> he called her a prick. Um, I appreciate all of you guys and the work you do. To bring this amazing show together so often, I'm looking forward to another classic year-end show and another five years and more of greatness. I hope so. Finally, I have a question. I need help answering. Seeing as I'm a fan of 22 Shots as well, I need to know, who is the Jeremy of the Exploding Heads? <laughs> have we had this question before? I don't know. Uh, and why would you assume that I thought Shelby was a female? I, I know. I'm friends with a bunch of Shelbys that are guys. A bunch, wow, I, one. I, I, I would have never, I don't think I've ever heard Shelby as, as a guy's name. I heard a Dr. Shelby, but he was a doctor that was a male. Huh. Um, every it, it Shelby reminds, I It reminds me of that scene, Edith is a boy's name. The guy's name is Edith, Edith and he kept saying Edith, Edith is a boy's name, blah, blah, blah. What movie? What the hell? What movie is that quote from? Edith is a boy's name. I don't know. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. Ready? Three? Yeah. Two? One, it's Ghosted. It's <laughs> <laughs> like your favorite fucking movie. It. Oh, you gotta watch Ghost. You really—that th should be a January watch. You gotta get to it. 
I don't think I can wait another year to hear your thoughts on Ghosted. Maybe it is a, a ghost. Maybe yeah, it can be a January watch. Why not? <laughs> I, I might don't look, know. I might look for Ghost and watch it. Oh, maybe Shelby is a guy. Son of a gun. Because it says, I, 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 Shelby updated his profile picture. Because <laughs> Bam! Hmm. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I can't apologize now because uh, who knows? All who right, know? so who's the Jeremy of the podcast? I know, obviously, you're going to say it's me because I'm the Jew. But, Christian, we all have qualities of Jeremy at certain times. Because Christian, okay. Christian will do the let's move this shit along, let's wrap this shit up. That? I got to go take a nap. That's what true. Else, what else does Jeremy do? I want to know how I have a Jeremy quality. I'm curious. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. What else is? Does I like um, family video and wrestling? <laughs> That's about it. What do I have in common with Jeremy? I don't know. See, it can't be me. Let's just disqualify me. It's between you two. <laughs> and and Christian also did a segment just like Jeremy's. Dead male, undead male. See, I'm going to resurrect it with living dead male next episode, but <laughs> not if I have anything to do with it. Too bad he doesn't edit. Too bad he edits. If he didn't edit, then we could just say he's completely oh. useless like Jeremy. <laughs> we could just be like, he's Jeremy. Can I not show up like him? That would be fantastic. Just take a, a, a sabbatical for like six months and I'm still on the show. And then I just pop up every now and then. Like, if I could do that, that'd be fantastic. Oh, I'm the fucking Jeremy of the show. We all know it. You are more Jeremy because also you... Uh, you have a, a less of a presence online compared to uh, compared to us. I'm like, never like, online. Does Jeremy have a dad walking around naked in his house? <laughs> oh, Jeremy lives. <laughs> wait, wait, wait who does Jeremy live? You have. To I think know. he lives at home. Okay, he lives at home. That's another one. Bottom line, it's not me, so I don't care. It's between you. <laughs> Maybe we should bring it to a vote. Maybe Christian won win this vote too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might not have been prepared, Shelb, but I got the vote of the year. You're such a bitch or a prick. Whatever. <laughs> or a sex yard. You're either a bitch or a prick. A bitch prick. Let's a vote on this. Prick. Let's vote. Let's put listeners. We need to know. A poll. What sex is Shelby? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is what just happened. Listenership of 22 shots on Shelby's list and listenership of exploded heads. Lord. Shelby, yeah. we're kidding. I wasn't that prepared for the top five list because I thought it was going to be a lot easier, but then it wasn't as easy as I thought. And I, the, I just didn't the really want to. I really Every didn't want to put any effort into it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah. I was shamed. Like inside, I'm like, fuck. I really you were didn't sick. do anything for this show. I wasn't feeling well, but I mean, at the end of the day, I could have it. We deducted it from your uh, Patreon money. <laughs> <laughs> I made up for it. I more than made up for it with my over-analyzing of everything and my, 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 my talk of toast and everything else. And oh, my, my God, your talk of toast. I, saw, I thought you had a stroke with your talk of toast. I thought you were smelling burnt toast. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> What's your favorite? I thought I over-prepared because I, I was thinking, every, I'm like, oh, I'm going to even do candy corn because that's only around during Halloween night. That needs, like, you did the candles. Oh, yeah, top five. Candle yeah, Becca. I, like, Becca, are you okay? <laughs> like, what kind of, what, what, that's the weirdest question I've ever heard. It was a cool question to look into. Really made you think, but I was like, top five candles. <laughs> Really made you think. That was my problem. I didn't want to think. It was a Christmas show. 
Uh, my top five candles are the first five and 16 candles. Oh, my Lord. Not the last 11. <laughs> Those Can we get to this email on the bottom? So, so that was okay. one. That was Shelbs. Shelbs. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Yep. Okay. Now this is from Watson. Okay. So check it out. That was Watson, male or female. Listen. This is. <laughs> we'll, we'll decide after we hear the the email. I thought for sure he was going to send a voice memo. I, I talked to him a couple of them, but then he ended up falling asleep or something. This happened. I don't know what it was. He must have gotten old when he fell asleep. <laughs> I fall asleep early as hell, is what he said. It isn't old. This, guy, this guy's got pristine production on everything he does, yet he can't seem to get onto Skype. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> this is an SC uh, freaking length email. So, a message from him. So, I should have a, a little sip of water. Hold on. I only <laughs> want to have SC length emails from SC. Oh, shit. Wet that whistle. Remember? That was a thing for a while. Wet that whistle. Yeah, wet your whistle. I said that, didn't I? Yeah, but we never talked about it when we talked about like some of our our favorite things from the past. I forgot about You're wet right. the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> wet the whistle. Oh, I just shit. wet the whistle. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Dear Awesome Dave Z. Sometimes Jewish Brandon and no one else. <laughs> Mr. Watson here, and I've got my bottom five horror movies from 2020 for you, as well as some quick shout outs. I had a terrific year watching a lot of great movies, even with this bottom five. I only hated two or three of them. Not too shabby. In descending order, here are my least favorite horror flicks of the year, of this last year. First up is Random Acts of Violence. No movie should be this frustrating and confrontational without knowing what it actually wants to say. What a bummer. All right, C's getting mad. Uh, next is Lake of Death, which is well-acted, but boring as hell. Nothing happens, and when things do happen, it's really nothing. There were nights last year where I watched nothing at all, and this movie amounts to about the same. <laughs> next up is Scare Me. I could have loved this film for its unique presentation, but it wasn't. But I wasn't sure which lead character I disliked more, the condescending SJW lady or the beta male dork. If your film hangs its hat on the quality of the characters, how about giving us better characters? Next, I've got Antebellum. I'm not even sure this is a horror movie. This movie is as desperate to be important as Christian is desperate to be a good podcaster. I'm not, I'm not remotely desperate to be a good podcaster. <laughs> Just yeah. be a good editor. Right. Yeah. Uh, no one is convinced either way. <laughs> and last, the, the worst horror movies I saw in 2020 is Dark Forces. Wouldn't that be R? Wouldn't that be R? The if there's more than one, wouldn't that be R? <laughs> yeah. He did say is. I read it as, you're right. I didn't know you, of course you picked up on it. Fucking is Dark prick. Forces on Netflix? <laughs> that movie's Imagine terrible. a giallo that pisses you off and makes you hate it. Now imagine you spend precious time watching this trash. I am not a reviewer who hates on the films I watch, but I also value my time and don't want to see others spend their time on this planet irresponsibly. So don't. Okay. As for shout-outs, some of you have there, some of you out there have been blowing the hell out of Run Hell like you owe it money. And it's good. Glad I caught that. Hunter Hunter is a total surprise, though, and it deserves your time. Wow. I haven't seen a third act like that since grade school. <laughs> Let me tell you guys about Hunter Hunter and, and the Dave Z method. We were probably offered about 20 screeners 
throughout the year of 2020. And you know, the only one I looked at, knowing nothing except the title, the picture, and the stars, and a brief synopsis, because that's all you get in those damn things, was Hunter Hunter, and I accepted it. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Supporting, <laughs> support exploding heads, kiddos, because King Dave Z and the other two are giving you the goods. <laughs> I'm, this is what he wrote. New Watt Z party horror show coming soon. God you know you want watching poor, poor and your holes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're allergic to good podcasts. And some of you are. I see who you are in the chats, and it's pathetic. Stop it. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, there is For- no show I enjoy invading more than Exploding Heads. The three of you are my besties, and I love you. There's nothing better to me than talking horror with awesome Dave, Jew guy in Canada. Much love, Mr. Watson. Jew guy in Canada. Uh, he, then, he, then he has to sum it up so that we feel like assholes by like tearing him apart. But... Like here, here's the reality of it. He can't just th- thank God you read that because that made it bearable. And then second of all, <laughs> we we got what? See, now we got to have horror movie fucking weekly. I mean, Jesus oh, Christ! Christ. <laughs> I'm so happy because I listen to horror movie weekly anyway, and I never disagree with anybody in my life as a podcaster on his opinions more than than Bill Shetty. And now with the new lineup. With uh, and I haven't listened yet because I was behind. But Watson and um and and Shani Dreadful, who I don't know anything about, but I'm happy about this. I'm just happy that Watson's on Shane more Cal- podcasts, making it harder for him to make time to come onto ours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, D. And B. Uh, the that that's great. And he's wrong about he's wrong about both um random acts of violence. I can be, see. I, I even said, even though I thoroughly enjoyed it, it was on my top ten. That I could see people being a ma- uh, annoyed by some of the the messaging in that movie, but it didn't it didn't piss me off by any means. I was so long for the ride, and Antebellum was shockingly better than I expected it to be because yeah. so many people were shitting on it, and I'm like, if you bought the village, you can buy this. And yes. I thought I was like, wow, people are assholes. I agree. I loved Antebellum, actually. <laughs> and check it. I didn't see Antebellum, even though it was my number one. Remember, we had to make a decision yeah. last year, and I said, well, I guess I'm going to say, based on this poster and this synopsis, whatever, Antebellum is what I want to see the most. And then everybody shit on it, so I decided not to watch it. And not just that, again, because of the comparison you just made, and so many people on their podcast made, I kind of feel like I've been spoiled because people keep saying the village. So I'm like, well, now I don't know. I know I know kind of what to expect. So I'm not going to rush to see it. I will. Yeah. I will watch it. And, and watch I, it for her I, performance. I thought she was really good in it, Chanel Monet. And uh-huh. yeah, and I agree, Brandon. And I agree with Rintapel. I liked it. Oh. Brandon, I know it was on your top 10. I don't want to take it away from anybody because I know people have loved this movie. I, I just was like, what am I missing? What is, what is bringing it to this level that everybody. Everybody else has seen that I, I like. Who's I, everybody? I just, well, Brandon and Me, then I, I uh, uh, Jason, uh, Jason Smith loved it as well. You, you loved it too. Jason Smith loved it. Was it was in my top 10. Yeah, it's in my top it's 10. Yours, it's Brandon. Number one. I think, I think Scott or Heather, or maybe both of them had it on theirs. Heather so had it at number one. You and Heather. I think, no. do you guys agree on every fucking movie? Heather my, did it. I Heather, think that this guy really wants to be the third host of Friday Nightmares. Heather put it at her number one because I had it at number one. Yeah, but you guys, every time you show her a movie or she shows you a movie, you love it. Yeah, you guys was, have the same taste, I think. She loves anything uh, I love. She loves me. What can you say? What's not to love? I'm very lovable. true. I love you, too. He Don't is very lovable. 
I think he. I think he spent really hours in that hair. Be, I'm telling you, I think he wants to leave Exploding Heads and, and be the third host of Friday Night. Man. If I leave I, Exploding Heads, I'm taking. All I'm doing is napping. I'm not podcasting anymore. <laughs> You're exactly. Get old. I'm if I get leave old. Exploding Heads, there's no, there's no guest spots. There's no. I, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Nothing. I think he chats with them more. I think they got this marvelous chat. Uh, there's no drama chat because I always hear them talk about it. They don't call it the no drama chat. I call it that because I know that, that Scott and Heather aren't dramatic. But I, he's got this wonderful <laughs> chat with them. That I, I think he chats with them more on, on Messenger than he does us. I think he has this whole beautiful, wonderful world going with these two people. And well, I why, am where, why does that matter? honest enough to admit that I'm jealous. No, I'm jealous. I want to be in B's shoes because he has a great thing going with, with these fine folks, recommendations. Everything is falling into place for you, B. Everything's coming up roses. Yep. Yep. And, and that's what I'm saying. They, um, they agree on everything. Heather except and, for and that. him. <laughs> except whatever fell there. My phone. <laughs> it Uh-oh. shattered. The screen shattered. <laughs> I hope it didn't. No, it's good. And I'm just busting balls because I love him. Because I love Heather and Scott. And don't get me wrong. If it was a show I didn't like, or people I didn't like, I wouldn't say it. I think it magically moved to Heather's number one spot after she heard that I had it at number one. I'm not accusing her of anything. No, no, no. I listened to that. I think, I believe it was recorded before ours was. You would know. You know everything else about her. When did they record Friday Nightmares end of the year show? I think it was after after ours. I think it was after ours. Really? Oh, I trust you. I don't know. But then again, they may not have listened. Either way, you guys are are in sync. Okay, Um, let's talk about our bottoms then. Who's JT? (laughs) Who'd you say? Nothing. Nothing important. JT? Nothing important. Who's JT? What's that? In sync. Oh, oh, oh JC. JC? Oh, 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 Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no, JC. I thought you meant JC. I thought I fucked it up. I'm like, did I get the wrong boy band? Did I, did no, I fuck up again? FTFF? <laughs> J- JC was also in, in sync. Why do I know that? JC Chazé. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck that finish fuck. Well, here's oh, we my gotta... bottoms. Check it. I don't have a bottom five because my Check lowest it. three rated movies. Hold on. What do I have here? I'm just going to have to go by my ratings here because I'm going to. Uh, does anybody else have a definitive? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Uh, the absolute worst of the year was Human Zoo. Just abysmal. <laughs> Absolutely abysmal. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was fucking worse. He didn't have time and, to prep for an entire episode of the show, but he had time to watch Human Zoo. Yeah. F the top five show, I watched Human Zoo. Uh, <laughs> Nefarious. Nefarious was, uh, again, uh, dreadful. Uh, I, I also didn't like Alone. Not Now, there's a lot of Alones. This was the Alone where it switches gears halfway through the movie. It's about the writer, the woman writer that goes to the house. And then there's it's like a, a, a sub-scenario of these kids that show up at the house. And there's a bunch of carnage that happens in the house. I, I absolutely hated this movie. Uh, and then there was Exorcism at 60,000 feet. I may have chuckled once, maybe twice, but the comedy was so cringy that it wasn't even funny on a so bad it's it's good level. And then I'd round that out. Uh, funny enough, I have Scare Me, and I think it's the same Scare Me that um, that Watson was talking about. But I, I I'd say it's tied with A Night in Horror, the one where the guy's podcasting and it's an anthology movie. Uh, what sort of starts off I'm like promising, really turns into a boring 
really badly done uh, anthology after like the, maybe the first uh, episode of it. Uh, but Scare Me, again, with the, the girl that goes and is a writer as well, and they're talking and they're just, they just talk the whole movie. And then the guy that delivers pizza comes in and then they talk for a big chunk of the movie. That was on, <laughs> on Shudder. That one was at my bottom as well. Wow. So what were your ratings? What were your lowest rated films? Uh, Human Zoo and the Furious for sure. That's like that that barely would get like a one star. Those two would get like one star each. Uh, and then alone would be uh, right like maybe one and a half. And and Night Exorcism at fifty thousand feet maybe you know three out of ten. That How type about of the thing. One at sixty thousand feet. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an answer. Good joke. Good joke. Is that what it was called? It's called Exorcism at 60,000 feet. How and then uh, a nightmare at, uh, what did I say, 50,000? 50,000. Yeah. Boy, do I want to You, you didn't, you didn't you make it to the end, dildo. evidently. Yeah. They went up another 10,000 yeah. <laughs> And I also just said dead dildo, which is kind of funny, uh, <laughs> as opposed to a living one. Uh, a Night in Horror was, uh, it looks promising, I'm, I'm telling you. And the, they got the, the lighting, like, everything seems like you're like, well, I might be in for a, a treat here in the first five, five, ten minutes, but it just goes just nosedives but that'd scare me it's just a bunch of people talking and then the the payoff at the end where it sort of turns nefarious to 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 title another one of my low bottom ones it, it, it's just brutal it wasn't enjoyable that's very divisive i've heard some people blowing scare me and then i hear you i, li- I like scare me but it's um, it's like a six out of ten like i but oh, i i can understand why really people annoying. hate it I can understand why people hate it because it's it's really it's nothing happens. It's just storytelling. But I like the characters. And again, I didn't I really. I, that's what was on my letterboxed because right there with it was that abracadabra, get duked, castle freak, in fabric, the boy too, girl on the third floor, and dark forces. They were all there, hovering Bunch around of those there are from last year. Yeah, well, that's what some people said. In uh, fabric and girl on the third floor were last year. Okay, Definitely well then those two. Yeah. I'll pop those off the list. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, why don't you right? try watching the right year? This guy's watching movies from last year instead of prepping for shows. In Fabric, I watched this year. I swear I, I, it came out this year, but maybe I, I put well, on I the I told wrong you list. about it last year because B said if it was my number one, he was going to leave the show. He thought it might have been my number <laughs> That's one. That's it. You know what? Maybe what happened was because I've deleted this list. If I, I think I, I mentioned that on the show, and I feverishly was trying to put it all together, and I was looking at what I watched from my 2020 list and it was probably there I'm like oh shit that's a horror film from there but it was just something that I watched after the fact because it was you guys had mentioned it or talked about brought it, it up here yeah. yeah feverishly huh would you say that you had a case of sea <laughs> fever <laughs> no although that one that one I liked how about night, I, how about night fever <laughs> night fever night fever yeah only Saturday <laughs> Uh, can you can you guys uh, just get to your bottom fucking fives? I'll go now. I'll, I'll let B go last because you know the guy watched a thousand movies, so he's probably gonna take more time. So um, and he's a main eventer type of guy. So <laughs> I had two movies that are a six point five. <laughs> this, this is how good my year was. You know, these are my four lowest rated movies. I had two six point fives. I had a six and I had a five. So I guess I'll, I'll start with that now. This was not a disappointment to me because it was about what I was expecting it to be. And the funny thing is, I think I liked it more than a lot of other people did. And it wasn't bad. I was fine with it. But Brahms the Boy 2 was a six and a half for me. Simple as that. 
How about this one? It was Bill Shetty. You remember we talking about that guy, Bill Shetty? It was his number one movie in 2020. What? <laughs> what? The guy's been it's, reviewing horror for a decade, too. I'm not there. It's close to bottom five, and I watched 240 movies yeah. this year. It, it was atrocious. I was fine with it. I, <laughs> I don't see, it. I, I, don't, I don't get the hate. I, I didn't hate. hate. I, it was just, it, I was indifferent. It was like, yeah, like a five and a half, five, okay. five and a half. It was a six and a half for me. I was fine with it. And the only, the only reason I watched it is because I watched the first one with my family at the theater. We watched it once since. So um, I, this is one I could get away with watching them. If it wasn't for them, if I was a single man, I would not have even watched Brahms the Boy 2 based on everything I was <laughs> Brahms the Boy 2. You know, I just wouldn't have. So Brahms the Boy 2. There's a reason for me to watch that. Now, the other six and a half, I watched because of B. Because it was one that towards the end he was recommending. Um, six and a half for the movie Hosts, which wasn't I'm a bad. Shot you didn't like Hosts. I thought I really thought that was your type of movie, especially like, especially since you plot. liked um, especially since you liked what the Beach House. That's what I thought of when when I recommended that to you. I, I, I saw the people's top ten this year. Yes, yeah. makes sense. That's my problem. I had plot hole again. I, it still was a six and a half. It's not a bad yeah. movie by any means. But to me, there was enough plot holes or things that didn't make sense to me that I was hoping to get. That was the movie that I was mad at. Remember, yeah, I told I know. the story last show. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't because I watched that one movie, uh, Dark Whatever Forces or whatever the hell, Dark, was, Dark Encounter. Encounter. Which, by the way, I want you to watch Close Encounters. That is a hundred percent. If you're gonna call Dark Encounter horror, Cl- Close Encounters is much more horrific. The sequences in that movie, and the same thing—a boy gets kidnapped, and, and and they're gone. They're looking for him. So if you're gonna call that one a horror movie, you've got to call Close Encounters a horror movie because it's, right. it's scarier, and it's the same thing. Some you heard it here. Close Encounter is now a horror film. Not to me, but if you're gonna call Dark Encounter horror, you got to call Close Encounters horror. I'm sorry. I am. I am. It's a horror. There's no other way around it. What so are anyway, you doing? see, uh, tweaking my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> My problem with hosts is things it didn't make any sense. Anyway, I, I won't get into it. There was just issues with it. They get to the party and nobody says a word. These two people get to this party. No one says a word for an hour. Nobody cares. Nobody ever acts that way. Then if they're supposed to be, um, quote unquote, like pod people or whatever, taken over by somebody else, why were they given this preamble, which would have made sense to their human forms before killing the other people? They get this whole speech about this and they had a being. It just... It didn't work. I, I don't know how people didn't see that. But either way, I was begging, begging in the third act for saying, let something happen to explain my questions, and I'll, I'll, I'll rate this movie higher. But it didn't happen. So anyway, host six and a half. Now here's a movie that a lot of people actually liked, and I was going into it with, I don't know, somewhat higher expectations, and it's a movie called Spell. It was just two words sum it up, Spell, for me. Generic and predictable. And that's what it was. There was a really good performance, but ultimately it was. Did you guys see Spell? No, I did. I did not. I did. Generic, yes. Generic and predictable. What did you give it? I gave it an eight. Okay. See, I, I don't see what you what you saw. I, I wish I did. It just seemed very. I don't know. I'll say it again. Generic and predictable. That's my take up from Spell. Uh and the last movie, fucking five out of ten. And the only reason I watched this one, I was this is the worst part, is that I was excited, because for the I was finally able to sit down and watch a Joe Bob show live when everybody else watched him. So I sat down and I said, okay, I'm watching Joe Bob tonight at nine o'clock, whatever time he comes on, and I'm gonna watch it with everybody else and talk about it after like people do. And here I am. So I sit down to watch Joe Bob's show on Shutter, and for the first time ever, he's gonna show a movie that has never been seen before, and it's a movie from this year. I'm like, okay, great. And I watched this movie, 
and I'm so turned off with the first segment, and it goes on, and then it goes on way too long. And the third, good gimmick, I guess, but I've seen it done way better. I guess they they pulled in the nostalgia stuff, especially someone like me who loves a VHS store and stuff like that. You'd think I would love it. I thought it was not very good. And that movie was called Scare Package, wow. and people were blowing it. People were I, blowing it, and I was just like, I didn't mind it. Yeah, uh, I, I saw it. I, I didn't mind uh, it. I actually didn't mind so that good. and Mortuary Academy or, or Collection or whatever the fuck it was. The, the one that made my top 20. Like, I, I actually thought they were both kind of, I watched them back to back. And I actually confused which one was what. I think it's the last story in Scare Package that I'm not on board with. Terrible. But I, I liked some of the other ones in it. The last one to me was terrible. And the first one, when that guy was like half a body cut, and it was so goofy comedy. <laughs> I felt like I was watching an episode of freaking... um. Like Monty Python. It's a, tra- like it's a trauma the- movie, yeah. <laughs> that one, I know. The camp one where the guy's just a, a puddle on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. I like it. I was so turned off. I hung with it. And then there was a couple things that were okay. And then the last one. And Joe Bob was in that one. But it just went on so long and nothing happened. And it was just like they were trying to do something that I, I appreciate the heart behind it. But the execution if we made a movie and it, and, it, and it was that, I'd be disappointed. We could do better with our ideas th- than what they put out there. It was just... <laughs> well, hold on. we got to write a script first. <laughs> let's, I know. Let's I'm not just go saying, crazy. We could, better, we could do now off the cuff better than that, I think. Just, okay, what would be cool for retro in, in, a, in a, a movie shop and this and that and let's call back to old horror. We could sit right the beach in freaking 10 minutes have something better, I think. Anyway, my, it was my worst movie. It was a 5 out of 10. I agree with Watson. Dark Forces was horrible on Netflix. Um, <laughs> my bottom five, number five would be The Turning. Skipped it. Just a atrocious. I just thought it was telling. generic. Yeah. Just so generic and really horrible ending. Uh, number four would be The Other Lamb. Probably the most <laughs> probably the most boring film I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Had me almost in a coma. Like that. Did you watch Lose? Did you watch the new version of Lose? Yes. Did you like it? It was very good, yes. I thought they were so familiar, it was crazy as far as downtime. But whatever, it's, they were very familiar to me. Uh, number three would be, uh, shoot, I don't have, shit. Yeah, come back to it. Do right. shout outs. <laughs> no, wait, I just, I just, I totally, lost. I don't, I don't, I deleted all my movies, so I can't remember right now. I know you Jessica. Don't Jessica wow. I don't save anything. Jessica Forever was my number two lowest film. Uh, it was on Shutter. It was a two out of ten. And my number one lowest film was a film called The Dead Ones, which yes. I was actually looking forward to about a school shooting, but uh, yeah. really poorly done, poorly executed. Really, a subject matter <laughs> that hasn't been tackled well in horror should have been. What was Damn. my third? The boy? No, it wasn't. I told I had it in my mind. I was like, okay, that 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 and that, and I just can't for some reason can't remember Tip my number the three. Human huh? Zoo. I didn't, no, I didn't see. Was fucking atrocious. You could say what you want about me missing some maybe possible heavy hitters or things like that because of my methods, but I did not see anybody's bottom movies. Yours, yours, or Watson's. None of them. Didn't see them. Avoided them like the plague, and apparently I did better for it, and I'm happy. Nina Forever? Was that the one? Jessica Forever? That's the one that uh, Heather's been talking about all year. That's the only reason I watched it. She, they asked me to watch it because said, she said it was so bad that you have to see it. So I watched it knowing it was going to be bad. And it's you read the description for it, and it's like, oh, this doesn't sound too bad. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, did they run out of money or anything? They didn't do anything here. Was this a well, sequel? Well, I guess her issue that... was 
No. Those other Jesse, wasn't there? Oh, no, I'm thinking Julia. Or, Julia X or Je Jennifer X or something like that. So I, I'm thinking of a different movie, I think. I'll the think Haunting of Julia? <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of that one. Anyway. Wait, what did um, you say? What did you say, uh, Christian? I thought it was uh, a sequel. Or was it? Is it part of a franchise or is it a, a standalone film? Standalone. Okay. Did you understand it? Because that was Heather's issue. She said, I, I, I dare anyone to watch it. And be able to understand what happened in that movie. I don't think there's anything to understand. I, th th hmm. Nothing really happens. I, I get the setup for it, but nothing really happens. It's just pretty bad. I'm really upset that I remember my fifth, fourth, and second and first. It's very strange that I can't remember my third film. It'll pop in your head. It's It'll really pop. annoying me right now. I could tell. <sighs> It'll pop in your head when you least expect it. <laughs> That's why you save your in the notes. Shower. You got to put everything in it. I have stuff from 2015 here still. I don't save anything. I delete. Why? I delete or get rid. Of, I don't need any more clutter in my life. But it's not really clutter. Just get it. Get it. Put it in the cloud, and it's on a device when you want to look at it. I don't even know what a cloud is. <laughs> You're a cloud. <laughs> You're a. cloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give. I give my. I'll give my shout out. Oh no, we'll, we'll go. You got some shout outs. See, the only ones I'm going to give are ones that were eight out of ten. That um. That I didn't make my list. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Shoutouts would be the ones that just like barely that I did like come play. I mentioned it on the show. It was in Brandon's top 20. Um, I rewatched it again with my kids and I'm like, man, this probably should have edged out unhinged if I truly wanted. Cause Brandon kept saying that I, I didn't have uh, uh, that. It wasn't horror. Uh, I gave it a I, as did I. So did I. Uh, Come play, man, is way better than you ever expect it to be. Because I think most people are gonna put it in with like Slender Man and and all those films, and and it's it's much better. And it possibly the scariest image uh, of the year, where the mum's face transforms, and that's all I'll say in one yeah. specific sequence. It is terrifying. That my son, after we watch the movie, says, "Can we go back?" Because the end makes me tear up. The end makes me tear yeah. up, but then he Love asked me it. to go yeah. back so he could watch that again and said, Dad, that's probably the scariest thing I've ever said. I go, I'm with it's you, this, man. It's this year's Before I Wake. That's what I compare it to. Like, that's what it, that's how good it was. Like, Before I Wake made my top ten. And I, I think they both came in at number nine for me in the years that came out. Like, that's that to me pairs perfectly with this. Before I Wake and Come Play. And so I and I worked there, and I, I almost feel like that deserves to have been on that list. And Werewolf, it was on your list as well, Brandon. I you recommended this, and I was I was blown away. I kept calling it real life horror because it's yeah. it's not a traditional horror film, but boy, there's there's more to it, uh, and it's so beautifully filmed, and the kids don't even look like they're acting. It's almost like it's not documentary, but you almost feel like you're just witnessing a slice of life yeah. uh, of that time period, and it, it's so well done. Uh, Blood Quantum uh, was right there as well, and Underwater. Uh, I uh, again, it was off the off my list, but I enjoyed it. I didn't expect to enjoy it. I thought it was going to be very generic, and it was very entertaining because I love how it just you just jump right into the movie. It's already something's happening, and it's like action. The this whole is how way bad through. my mind is. I was about to ask you what Underwater was, and then I realized <laughs> hey, my thoughts were I totally like I'm I'm like Underwater. What the hell is that? Is that a shark movie? I'm thinking. <laughs> That's and when I look, my God, when I look at my top 35, there's nothing. I, I recommend every one of these movies in the top 35. Do it. Rock on. Recommend them. Yeah. That's okay. I, uh, I, won't, I won't say any more, but th there, there's a ton Go of ahead. great ones. Well, no, if, just if, The if, Hunt, if, The Hunt, Spree, The Babysitter 2 I, I liked, um, His House, uh, 
um, open 24 hours. I think I have in that. Well, it is in that realm there. Extracurricular. Open 24 hours pissed me off with the reveal. Kind of like, kind of like what's, what's, what's going to happen uh, kind of tonight. I was on board for the movie that we're going to be talking about soon until like maybe the halfway point. <laughs> and wow. then it kind of, and then it kind of just loses me. So, but we'll get there. But Scare Package was there at 38. <laughs> well, Hunter, really? Hunter, oh, Hunter, yeah. Hunter, I gave 35, but he probably should even be Hunter, uh, higher than that. Hunter, higher than that. Higher, just higher. based on that ender, uh, ending. Hi, oh, I can't even higher, talk. Higher, because of that ending, ending. <laughs> anyway, Hunter, that's Hunter it for me. Higher, Those are my shout outs. <laughs> Over to you guys. I, I yo, every movie. <laughs> I told you, my year was, even with Scare Package, movies that I was down on, other people were higher on and movies that I was high on. A lot of other people didn't like it as much as I did. That was the year I had in 2020. It's just weird. I don't know why. I don't know why I became so different than everybody else. All of I mean, not, not completely, but I don't know. It's just weird. I'm going to read eight off or I'm going to read the eight out of the tens. I have. Adolf. <laughs> Adolf. 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 <laughs> Adolf. <laughs> is like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then I'm going to read off any other ones. And you're going to beat off. Higher. What? Yeah, I'm going to beat off. Yeah, that too. Adolf, I'm going to beat off Adolf. Yes. <laughs> then I'm going to mention any seven or higher that I had that didn't come up on the 2020 show at all that I want to show a little love to. So, But these these are just, we talked about all these, but these were my other eight out of tens that did not make the list. Random Acts of Violence, The Dark Red, The Invisible Man, The Hunt, Uncle Peckerhead, Host, Monstrum, The Mortuary Collection, and alone, those are the ones. Um, and I keep getting confused. There was two alones. There was two Three alive. Alones. There was hashtag alive. That's why I stopped watching them. I think I watched one. And I said I can't do this. I, I got. I had a panic attack almost about it. I, you know, I can't do it. It was. It was too many. So <laughs> now I'm just gonna go down this line really quick. Throw some out there. The platform. I gave a seven and a half. I, I liked it as much as a lot of people, but not quite as much. I do as. I just didn't. Everything they had to do with that one character, that character's existence, and how that character survived and all that just didn't make any sense to me, and I just could not excuse it in the plot. That's why I just was not, and you probably know that character I'm talking about. It just, if maybe someone could, I've I, I mentioned this a few times to people, and no one's ever been able to say, oh, well, this makes sense because this and this and this. I just think it's something that people overlook and don't care about. But to, but to me, that was a reveal that... Then I was like, oh, okay, that you just ruined the movie for me. But it's still seven and a half. Everything else was good. Sea uh, Fever, of course, we talked about. One BR, I thought was good. I'd like to watch it again. I actually own it because I got it, a family video closing. I got it pretty cheap. But but I liked it. I liked the, the review. Invitation. Kind of invitation. Kind of invitation. Yeah. Invitation wannabe. <laughs> You're it right. I did enjoy it, though. Uh, Blood Quantum. The Wretched. Everyone was blowing it at the beginning of the year, and I watched it, and it was like a seven for me. And I wanted yeah. to watch it again, thinking I was missing out on something. Because some, some people were blowing it, but I didn't get back to it. So, I don't know. Um, a movie called Get In, which I thought was good. I think that one I heard about from, from Heather and Scott. And, and I yeah, enjoyed Get it. In. Get In's really good. Yeah. Is that, is that the Hunters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should have, right? Ghost Hunters vs. Bloody Mary. I'm gonna save some of these for beaks, and I was gonna throw them out there. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna throw out that many. No, I know, but I know this one came from you. There's, there's a couple. Amulet, I liked. Um, not for everybody. I want to watch it a second time and see if I can pick up on the meaning exactly and the, the steps along the way. I might like it more. 
but I, I kind of dug it. Feedback is a, a one I heard nobody talking about, and I kind of dug it, and I want to watch it again. I, I should have bought it. It was right in front of me for a dollar, the DVD, and I didn't buy it at Family Video, and I should Feedback was very good. Yeah, it was cool. It was different. It was cool. Yeah, yeah I dug it. Uh, cleansing Hour, I saw last year somehow. Jason Lloyd gave me a um, a link last December and, say, and said that it was coming out that same month, so I watched it. So I actually rated it on last year's show. And it was a seven and a half. Everybody's blowing it this year. Well, I don't what know is what the I, cleansing hour? That exorcism on a, on a, on a, on a YouTube oh, show. Oh, it was on my top 20. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. My mind. Fuck. I'm I just, don't know. I can't remember anything. I hear Spiral, Wolf of Slow Hollow. Uh, hold on. Slow Hollow, I said. Um, <laughs> run. I, I did like Run, but it was just a seven out of ten. The deal with Run, C or, or B, there was a scene in that movie where it could have been great. There was a one instance when one character says, wait a minute, I wasn't hiding you from them. I was protecting you from them. Granted, it ended up being BS and that person was just a heel, but I thought there was going to be a reveal there to make us go into, you know what I'm talking about? When that yeah. happens in a movie, that would have been a hell of a swerve. Oh, wait a minute. If, if they had done that, that would have been great because everything else was so yes. predictable. Yeah, I know. But when she said that, I was protecting you from them. I thought, okay, where's the reveal? No, turns out she was just, bullshitting and yeah. you know what i mean so uh the closet i thought was okay seven death of a vlogger okay seven and that's it i'll leave it at that cool so, yeah yeah for me i excluded probably about four or five films because i just can consider them horror enough so films that got eight or higher for me unhinged spontaneous spontaneous would have been in the top five for me easily had i counted it as horror um a good woman is hard to find. A good man. That's <laughs> a hard man is good to find. Actually, <laughs> and uh, dogs don't wear pants. I wanted so much for that movie to be a horror film because I think it might be one of my favorite films of, of last year. It's so good, and it's on Shutter as well. Uh, some shoutouts. My biggest surprises for the year: a film called Live Scream. Yeah, I heard them talking about it, Mister Friday Nightmares. No, yes. it it was very good. <laughs> I didn't know that it came out last year. They were talking about it, and I think I, I think what happened was I looked it up. There was a reason I didn't watch it, because it's found footage. So by all means, I wanted to watch it. it, was, fa- is, it is it Scream or Stream? Scream. Yeah, it's a 2018 when I looked on the B, so I, I said, oh, I don't have to rush. Yeah, so it, I didn't go. It came out in 2020. It's low budget, yeah. but the lead performance is really good. It's got heart to it. And if this film had more of a budget and could, like, you know, it, it would be even 10 times scarier, but it's a really good film. That was my biggest surprise of the year. Another two surprises were a film called You Die, which if you read about it, sounds like a ripoff of It Follows, which is really just an homage to It Follows because it even references the film within the movie. And then my biggest surprise of the year, even though this is my lowest rated of all these films I'm going to mention, it's still a 7 out of 10, but it's called Jack in the Box. And it sounds like, and it looks and sounds like exactly what it is a movie about a killer jack-in-the-box but i'll tell you what the look of the jack-in-the-box is fucking terrifying the performances are good the, the ending com- is no not really oh, the performances man, I, I, are I, 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 the performances are good and the ending is really good if they had had some budget for for gore this film might have might have been up in the eight range but it was really good uh other films i really enjoyed body cam I don't know if people are. I mean, yeah, it's definitely hard, but then that I was, I really liked that. Uh, Mary J. Blige, right? Yeah, she was terrific oh. in it. She's a good actress. 
Antebellum. I gave it a seven and a half. That would never pass Dave's. Dude, I'm telling you, though, it's <laughs> I put it on late yeah. at night thinking, okay, here's a horrible movie I'll just throw on late at night. And I was like, this is surprisingly good. I got to check gonna, it out, man. But uh, Body Cam, uh, I enjoyed Spell. I enjoyed Antebellum. I enjoyed Scare Package. Yeah. You're right. It would not pass my list. And it's only a 4.1 out of 10 in, in, the, in the box cover. You're right. It's a lot better Tom than Prime. it has. You're the prime I, cer- I certainly you recommend. Went, you went this year, didn't you? All over Prime. A lot Pri- of movies you're talking about are Prime. Prime is a deep dive place for me. You type yeah. in, you can really find some hidden stuff on Prime that you don't even Live feel. Scream. I think Live Scream is only on Prime. I think you get to pay, though. It's not Prime. It's Amazon streaming. I couldn't find it anywhere to watch other than to pay for it. Eventually, I just yeah. it because I couldn't find You couldn't even find it illegally to stream anywhere. No, there's no physical. There's nothing. So nothing. It went under the, under the radar, and then... Yeah. That's what I, they started talking about it, and because I hadn't seen it, you know me and found footage, they're blowing it, and I'm going to watch it. So I stopped. I said, after I watch it, I'll come back, I'll listen to their review. So what I did was I stopped it, and then I went to look it up on the B, and it said 2018, so I immediately dismissed it. I said, I'll watch it, but not this year because it's not a 2020. But now, now I find out it is a 2020. Damn it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give them props over there in Friday Nightmares. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, like I, Christian mentioned, Spree. I thought Spree was awesome. That that number twenty spot for me went to Death of a Vlogger, probably because it was like one of the last films I watched and I really enjoyed it. But it could have been Spree. It could have been The Invisible Man. You know, it could have been a. It could have been Unhinged if I went with it. it. There were so many films that were like right on the cusp there, and uh, it it was a great year. I wish I could remember my third lowest film, but really bugging me well Close while finger. we talk about the last movie we're going to discuss today maybe it will come to you, there you go. yes i'm jeremy out i'm getting this yeah. show rolling shadow in the cloud written uh directed by roseanne liang written by max landis and roseanne liang uh a female world war ii pilot traveling with top secret documents on a b-17 flying fortress encounters an evil presence on board the flight this is more of a Oh, what do you call it? Then the one for Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone was. This is closer what, adaptation. At least it had a gremlin. <laughs> yeah, correct. And, and, and and I, I'm surprised because when everybody's saying this is more action than horror, well, I you know that first half is really that. well done. Dude, that first half is so well done. They yes. they score, the production value, the sound design. The acting, everything in that, fr- the that atmosphere, first... The atmosphere. Yeah. It, the atmosphere. It's fantastic. I agree. It's the great. She, Better than I thought it was. The minute be. she leaves the, the spurry, whatever they call it. Yes. The minute she leaves oh, there... Oh, you don't it, like that? I love everything in that, in the spurry. The minute I she know leaves, what I'm saying. When she leaves, you don't like I loved that. that oh, was, see, me, it was a thrill ride. See, when she leaves the spurry and is on the outside of the plane... It's and then when across, it, yeah. I'm like... Everything after that becomes silly fun, but silly ridiculous in a way. The first half, yeah. I agree with Christian. It's so scary, so creepy looking out into the dark clouds, seeing the yeah. enemy Like Scarecrows. Remember out. Scarecrows? Everything yeah. over the walkie-talkie, and you're hearing the voices. But And then and then they're doing it artistically. Like, when they cut yeah. to them, sometimes they're in the, there's just blackness behind them with a light on them. It's yeah. really well done. Sorry, it's I got two, interrupted it, there. but It's, it's yeah. two films. It's two films. Yeah. It's that atmospheric sort of slow build dread in, of the first half and then it's all out action cheddar action horror cheddar in the second like a half. Michael I'm not saying Bay-esque. I don't like it it's just a big difference from the first half 
Yeah, it's it is two movies. You said it. It's like it, the total shift. People talk about in Krampus. I'm all on board in Krampus. I okay. There's a a, a, a Christmas cookie that comes to life, and, and you know what? Fine, I love it. But this is a tonal shift. This is a when she when Ooh. she's fighting that gremlin, and then it falls out, and then she falls down to her to her death, only to have the exploding plane oh. kick her back up, back in. I'm like, I love it at it, one side of it. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch on the other that's, side of things? That's it's die hard. So that's die hard. Over, it's so <laughs> die hard. It's die hard five die hard. It's not even the original die hards. And you're like, that's ridiculous. Like, like she would have been dead. It, just no, no, no ifs, ands. Of, there's nothing that you can explain to me that would allow that to happen. That is realistic. And it's so weird that I'm like, did I just see that? And part of me wanted to love it if I was watching a Die Hard movie, but we weren't watching a Die Hard movie. I still it's weird because it. to to me, when when that crawling thing started on the plane and the and the way they showed it, it is a bit of a stretch for a movie. But the way it happened, they showed every step that she took, and to me, that explained enough to me that it could be done. Like if I watch a Die, I still I'm, Die Hard is a movie I want to watch for the first time ever this month. It's still, on, but it's too long. I, I will try to get to it. But when I watch action flicks, I see things all the time that when I do watch them, I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous, that's impossible. But for some reason, when I watched this one and they showed, of course I see it. I'm like, okay, I know where this is going. I see the package. Obviously, she's gonna get to it. It's because when the gremlin did the thing, I'm like, okay, how is it gonna happen? But when they showed it, they, they. You know, they showed every step she took, literally. And so it could be explained. She didn't do some crazy jump that could never be done. Or so again, my memory isn't what it isn't good. We know this, but they, they showed her executing it step by step. So is it a stretch for a normal person to do it? Yes, but when we're seeing it play out on the screen, I didn't look at it as being cheesy action sequence. I don't know. Well, it no, I'm talking like... when she when she's escaping, it's just far fetched. But I, I'm on board still. It's when she falls out of the plane and the explosion of the plane below trajectory sends oh, her agree. right back up, right back through the hole. <laughs> she doesn't miss hit that hole, doesn't hit the side of the plane, straight back up through that hole, and then hits the top. Okay. They show they film it well, but then she would have broken yeah. her back or something. I understand it's the fight for her baby, which was another reveal. The reveal of it being a baby. I get where it was going, and then once you you just have to sort of accept it, and then I did accept it, and I and I I, I was along for the ride, but I'll say that I was hovering at that eight range through that first half, and then yeah. it just dropped down. I'm not uh, su- substantially, excuse me, but it dropped down just based on the reveal of it being I a totally baby. Totally agree. Like that, first, that, that baby, first half is like no, no, one whimper, not one cry. I, I the first one, thing that popped in my head drug, is it's the it, baby in Halloween it. Six. They drug the They're baby. It. They, okay, but on. the second they open it up, it wakes up. That, but hold on. Let drunk. me explain. Because you know me. I, when when that reveal first happened, my heart sunk. I was like, oh, that's impossible. I'm saying everything you're saying, see. It didn't make a sound. It didn't do this. I go, please explain this. And she said, I took it right here, and they sedated it. As soon as I found out that they, they injected something in that thing to sedate it, and then I looked at the package, <laughs> and there was something to breathe. I go, I'll go, okay, yeah. you've explained it to me. I'm not mad now. If, if you didn't say that, and there was nothing, if I... I don't. It was explained to me, so that's why so I didn't just, get mad. And of but course, just seeing the light open up was enough to wake the baby up instantaneous. That the second a package was opened, baby wakes. Okay, it's a little bit convenient. I understand. We're not, there for the movie. This movie's not long. 
This movie does everything oh, that I always you. say I wish other movies did. In, out, yeah. done. An hour and 15 mm-hmm. plus credits, done. So I'm going to give it full credit for that because I always say I want that. So I got it this time. So it, it's not boring by any means. Do not take this. I'm just saying that there is there is a shift and that shift is going to lose some, I'll say a lot of people. I think it will lose a lot of people at that 45 minute mark or or 40 minute mark. Well, the mystery of not knowing what's in the package for the first half is really building suspense because slowly things start to be revealed. You start to see she doesn't have a broken arm. She has a gun. The accent scene where her accent starts to break up and they start to realize that she doesn't have an accent. I'm yeah. like, this is all really good. It builds yeah. so much tension and suspense that I don't think any payoff of what's in the package could really kind of meet your expectations at that point i have no problem with it being baby and like they said i told you they, they mentioned that that she, you know she went to the nurses and had it you know drugged and sedated fine. and uh, that's fine i the minute she leaves the spurry and, and and crawls out onto the plane i'm not saying it's ridiculous i i don't care i suspend disbelief because it's an action horror film the fact that a gremlin exists like i'm gonna complain that she's able to crawl upside down on a on a plane when there's a fucking gremlin creature there like no it is silly and ridiculous i mean he has giant claws so it makes sense why he'd be able to hold on he's got that fucking claw that's like this deep but my biggest downfall in the second half is just the kills just came one after other so quick boom 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 boom. boom. you don't know who's dying you're right yeah i'm like who's that who's that who's that who's that but i but i do like the interaction between the characters i like the, the sort of you know Male chauvinistic, you know. Oh, I love that. that. I love that. So Fantastic. Great. I liked it yeah. too. I think the card was played a little too strongly. And at the end, when I saw it was a female director, I said, "Okay, now I know why." I I, I legitimately looked it up. I said, "I wonder if this is, I wonder if this was directed by a woman because it seems extremely me too." I was like, "Well, oh, really? Uh, let me look again. I might come in the highest in this movie based on what we're seeing so far. So I'm not knocking at all. I'm just it's just an observation. That's it seems a little heavy-handed." Because it was like nonstop, and then only one person was being cool, and we find yeah. out why later. So I'm like, I don't. Yes, guy, there is guy, there is locker room talk, but I think it was a little bit excessive, especially for that many guys. And I think we could have gone with having maybe three of those characters not there at all. I think it was too much of a cast. There it were was- a lot of characters, and I'll agree. I would have liked instead of having the scene with her crawling on the plane, have them somehow get her out of the spirit halfway through. And then maybe build even more tension with having a scene of them in the cabin. More well, building. Really, at that point, it's just boom, 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 boom. You're right. Yeah. There's like no. It doesn't. It doesn't take a break. So you've got this whole buildup, which is fantastic. There's suspense. Uh, there's mystery. There's intrigue. And then it's just balls of fight, 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 again. Fight. Yeah. Part, part of me appreciates that, but I, I kind of because I was like, what? What? There's a. It's a baby. What? What the fuck? What? They're related. What? I'm not buying it. What? What? She just got blown back up. I'm like, there was like one, two, three things in a row. Then I'm like, wait a second here. This, this is not the movie I started with. But then I got back on board. And again, if this creature, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming it's CG and not practical. I'm assuming it's 100% CG creature. This is how it's done right. I have absolutely I no problems with the CG creature, which is why I, I thought you were, Brandon, you saying that you didn't like the creature. Yeah, it's a big bat. It's like a bat. I hate, I just hate the look of the creature. I just think for, you know, after the Twilight Zone movie, especially, it's like, scare us. Give us something scary, especially with the atmosphere. Then it just becomes, and I have no problem with it switching to, you know, them fighting it in the daytime. It's just not scary looking. So it's See, like but all, they, but all to me, that's realistic. That's what something would look like. It's a creature. And they, you know what I mean? It's not played up for horror movie 
shock. It's more like when you see that cartoon in the beginning and they show what it looks. Yeah, like it looks there. exactly like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's what it looks like. I, and do I, like, I the like that. It's more I like of a the cartoon. I would have rather like been rant. more horror. I wanted. And the guy called more. it a rant. I know. I would have rather been more horror and just been more like Twilight Zone movie esque. Just been terrifying. I said with Dave there, I had no problems with that. Again, it was just me getting, there's like a 10 minute hump right there after that 40 minute mark. I'm like, what? Huh? Who? Huh? And then I'm back on board again. So like once again, but I was just like, wow, that shift was crazy. Like it just seems so crazy for the movie that we were given. And then the music for the credits and everything. I've talked about the music earlier. The music Beautifully was done. And then Mint. there's even oh. there's even hints I was saying of phantasm. I'll just say it correctly this time, where it reminded me of that theme again. I'm like, oh, the, the shades of it. But then they 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 escalated, and it's it's a great score. Like this is already like first movie of the year. It will be a contender for score of the year because it was it was epic. I, I I I do I I really appreciated the score. So there's a lot of pluses here. Uh, Chloe is fantastic. She's, She's a great best. actress. She's, She's a great actress. Fantastic. Best performance. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, she's I think she great. was really good and let the right one in. Uh, let me in. Excuse me. I gotta so, go back. I've only seen I, it the one time. I hear you. It, 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 it's just that 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 shift. Now, okay, so then they give you the shift and are you along for the ride? And initially, I gotta say no. I'm like, what the fuck happened? But then I got right back into it. And I said, it's a quick ride. So there, there's gore. There's a lot of people getting like either torn apart, shot up. Like just when you think someone's safe, boom, they're riddled with bullets or whatever it may be. It, it's really done fast, and uh, I, I do like that. I do like the, the, the payoff, and I do like her fight of being mother bird uh, and, and trying to protect her baby. I guess is uh... I, again. I wish the I, I like it, but I wish it had been a little bit more epic. I mean, I get it that she had already shot the thing, so it was wounded, so that she really... I mean, it was funny that the thing actually started running away from her. Because yes, she was because yeah. she was yelling at it earlier on in the film, do not estimate how far I'll go. Or do yeah. not... Un- yeah, yeah, do not... Yeah. So. Oh. When she's punching it at the end, I was actually like going, oh, oh! Like, it, the sounds, okay. and just, it was like... I was like, holy shit, it got... What? Did you I say something weird, Dave? No, I, I just looked at my notes... And I, because I, I haven't looked at him in all this whole discussion, which is great when that can happen. But I looked and I saw something and I started laughing because it's one of my notes. So it's okay. <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, how far she goes is pretty. Uh, she goes all the way with Stephanie K. Uh, that's uh, a Degrassi reference. <laughs> anyway, yeah. what was your what was your note, Dave? That made you laugh. My note is this. <laughs> Remember that part when the girl was below and she takes, she grabs the luggage and she starts throwing the luggage at it. The first one that she threw and grabbed, I thought was the one with the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of, speaking of which, when, when he lands and, and and lands down that they do a close up of blood. Were they trying to make it look like the baby might've been, Oh, by the way, this is spoilers. did it look uh, like that? Because the blood started to get from the box. That was that was in her mind. She was thinking worst case scenario because then it came out okay. of her mind. She was okay. thinking that Quaid had died and that the baby was bleeding out, and then and then Crushed. it kind of pulled back to reality. Okay. and he sat up. Yeah, it was like almost like I wasn't like a... even going to mention the baby, by the way. But Christian said baby, and I go, "It's a way roll with this." We're going to have spoilers. Put... <laughs> We're going to have to put it at the show spoiler review of spoilers. Yeah. Is the baby on board? <laughs> Which, baby by the on way, board. <laughs> Baby's day out. <laughs> when you see the poster and everything else, 
to me, yes, it was a tonal shift, but I was anticipating and hoping it wasn't going to be that the whole movie. So when that happened, it wasn't surprising to me because I was expecting action horror. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? so yeah, it, didn't it really looked like the whole movie was going to be like the second half. Right. That, that poster... That poster is like almost like false advertising. Like that looks like a straight out action film when yes. you look at it. It's not like you know, that at all. There is there's enough suspense and build up uh, in that first half, really done artistically and well done, and playing within that budget. That like again, just when she starts cl- climbing on the outside of a plane with with a harness of a of, of of her precious cargo wrapped around her i understand it's her fight to the end to make sure everything's okay but you're just like a little bit like oh my god really like just because of the setup that's it if we were set up if it was set up as an action film you probably wouldn't care so much but it's just the way of the presentation i think it's that's why it's such a shift but hey, again, if a movie could do that and still succeed, I I said I didn't. It didn't lose me entirely. I was just there, kind of scratching my head for a bit, going, "What's what happened here?" And then I and then I was on board again for the end. But I was too fun, I, fun, fast paced and fun. Yeah, and then yeah. we get the unlikely hero thing that happens towards the end with that that one guy and what was going on with him and you know what what he did at the end. What what, what the hell was he said something funny to her? Oh, I forgot what he says. You damn idiot or hey, something. Hey, mother, like one that. another. <laughs> When you say, hey, mother, <laughs> hey, what? hey, mother, one another. <laughs> Such a bad uh, throwback. How about when she gets, you know what I loved is how, how mad she got when she said, I said, don't let this go. He's trying to have that tender moment and I'm not going to spoil And then how she reacts to it. You don't see that a lot in movies. And I love it. I, I love when you think it's going to go in some direction that you've seen a million times. Oh, wait a minute. You know, and then she does her thing and she does a badass thing. It's great. I thought she was great. I thought it was her best performance in her character. And to add what you're saying, another thing the director does great is she has a lot of those moments. I've mentioned it already where someone, like a mid-sentence, bites it. And then there's a couple of interruptions that are, are, I love that when it's in mid sentence, you think everything's going to go one way and then boom, it, it's just like, it just turns. I'm trying to be cryptic here because I've spoiled so much of this movie already. I feel that I'm trying not to say it, but there, there's a couple of moments that are interrupted. And I, I, I appreciated that because it plays with the expectations and that's what you want when you're watching a film like this. Yep. And I like that. And, this, and there's, there is a dual threat. Not only do you have the gremlin, you have the freaking, the Japanese, you have the war. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you have planes flying and all that. What you see at the beginning and everything else, it's, it's. I don't know. I re- I, I enjoyed it so much more than I thought I was going to. Like, I, I was, yeah. you know, of course, we all praised the first half, and that was great. And then when it flipped, I was like, okay, this is cool. Now we get more monster action close up and everything else, and then the reveal of, of the baby. And it, one, I was like, oh, you know what? This is fine, because I wasn't anticipating that, but I was anticipating action. So when we, when we get those action sequences... It's just something you have to come have, to I would have liked more kills from the monster. I, I would, Most I of the kills would... are from the enemy. <laughs> what? Yeah, Most of the kills are from the enemy, gunfire right? gunfire yeah. from the enemy, yeah. But The one but guy say, falls I... out of the plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also like how they give that bald guy, the balding guy, kind of, yeah, they kind of gave him a heroic moment or a, li- a little bit of a, because he was such a dick at the beginning that he's like, you protect this, babe. Like, like he wanted to make sure right. she protected it. And I love that. I love when a movie does that, like gives a, a, yep. a character that the you're kind of hero. like, yeah, or that, that's who you're refer- referring that's to what before. That's I'm talking about. Okay. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about when you were like the unlikely hero. I thought you meant the guys at the end when they're like, I'll we'll That's... cover for you about the papers and stuff. No, I meant him because then, then the last thing he said was something about you idiot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you idiot. Protect the baby. And then he's like, oh. yeah. But he doesn't get blown up. He's like, where's my plane to blow me back up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But anyway, like, I get it. So how were you, like, really high on this or? like I, I, I was quite high for a bit. I, I end up at an 8 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, and I said, I, I admit, I was at like that eight, eight and a half out of the gate. I was like, wow, this is way better than I was ever expected it to be. Then I kind of probably thought I was at the seven range. And I'm like thinking after this discussion, I'm like, because I was comfortable coming in at a seven. But I think when all of a sudden done, it did bring me back on board and I love the ending. So I'll go 7.5. Nice. And I'll say this the, 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 the winners for this movie are. The first half, obviously, but her performance and the music. The music, yeah. there's only one point in the movie where I did not like the music. There's just one point where it gets crazy out of control for a second. It just becomes, like, gives you a headache for, like, literally 25 seconds. Other than that, story of two films, first half I'd be much higher on than the second, if the whole movie was, like, the second half. But I still enjoy it enough, 7 out of 10. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Very that first fair. half, like, it's weird because Christian talks about liking, the. we talk about liking the Peel one, which is no gremlin. Like, if they had had no gremlin this one and somehow had done it about the war and, and, and just built from the atmosphere, I don't know what they would have done. Like, this would have been the one where I'm like, okay, this is the one where you could have done without the gremlin. I don't hate it. And I don't, I don't hate it because it's CGI. I just hate it because it was just very generic looking. It was just, like you said, it was the, straight up the cartoon. I was like, this is where I wanted to be terrifying. I wanted to come on board, and I wanted to freaking kill people. It was almost like a like a scared animal when it got on the plane. It was just, like, freaking out most of the time. So that, that See, I but that's what I like. It seems more realistic in, in an unrealistic type of movie. Yeah, see, but, but if it's an unrealistic movie, I don't want it to be realistic. I just want it to go fully unrealistic. Give it's just like what I what I say with bipedal werewolves, or, or, bipedal. or when they're well, <laughs> not bipedal I, when they're walking on all fours. What I'm saying should, is, you should get that on a bumper sticker. It's what I always say about bipedal <laughs> werewolves. <laughs> I like them for horror movies, but I also like seeing them when they're walking on all fours. It seems more animalistic. It seems more like if it was going to happen, that's how it would look. If there was such a thing as a gremlin flying in the sky, to me, it's more likely to look like that than something from another world. It just, for some reason, that always resonates with me, that they, that they don't go all the way outlandish with everything, that they keep something like, okay, it's going to be a monster, but it's, it's only going to look so monster. It's going to look as much like a rat as it does an alien. I would have gone all that. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's but, nothing wrong with it either way. It's, it, it looked fine. Yeah. But uh, just preference. more kills with it. I like when they roll the plane, and I like the captain talking about the gremlin being just sort of like, you know an idea for covering up human error and stuff like that. There's a lot of good dialogue in this. It's very fast and on, like one after another with these, with these lines, especially that first half when oh, they're basically tormented. Yeah. And when it's really just on her. It, it, she, like you you said it, Dave, it's like, it's a one person show. This could be a play almost in a sense of like, like taking place of her in that, in that one little location. And you're just hearing radio play. Uh, come in. And it, it's, Again, you, you got to be radio a talent for you, and you hear Radiohead creep. Please start the whole fucking show. Uh, it, it, it's great because it, you got to give the director credit there, because it, again, to make that interesting takes talent as well. 
So, you really care about her as a character. What you're, stage you're actor? I think they're going to get Helen Mirren to play the gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Dane just, Helen Mirren? <laughs> ah! <laughs> there it is. I love it. It feels so good. <laughs> oh, we did uh, one of our longer shows. Yeah, but it, it doesn't seem that way because it was just a uh, lot of fun. Loosey goosey. Like Brandon's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I still can't remember my number three. An oldie moldy. Uh, just type it into the Facebook. Uh, yeah, cliffhanger it. Cliffhanger. Do we know next what we're doing next show? We don't know what we're doing next show yet. Oh, because we don't know what's being released. Well, we know, but we haven't decided. But everything, but we will get on it pronto. Like even today, we'll look more and we'll put something in, in the group page and uh, on the Patreon so you guys can. Because uh, people say it all the time. They like to get a chance to watch it before we record and they listen. So. First chance we get when we decide, we'll put it up. We'll put up the vote. We'll get right on it. Well, this was the one where, like, if anything, we could have fallen into a trap of watching a shitty movie. Now we got choices. Yeah. From here on out, because I know for the next show, when we record, we have at least probably, like, eight or so movies that are coming out between now and then. We just got to figure out what's going to be the best choice. But we'll we'll do that, and we'll have voting. So look for that. Actually, by the time you hear this, it's probably all going to be taken care of. So... It'll be out there. Hopefully, uh, we'll continue. We'll be good. Hopefully, 2021 will have good movies. Sevens or higher. So far, so good. <laughs> We're off to a decent start. <laughs> I am at a 100% success rate so far. Yeah. With right. <laughs> Write them down. Indeed. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Moshi, okay. moshi, everyone. <laughs> Long time. What's it? What's it? What's the animal called? A machi chi. Machi chi. Correct. Yeah. Machi chi. Mon- 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 Chi Chi Mon- 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 Chi Mon- Chi Mon- 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 Mon-